Uh, we don't know. How do we want to do that? That would like get people to come listen. We don't want that. I I know. Yeah. We want people to go away. If people would leave us alone, we could not do this. My weekends would be a lot simpler. I know it's true. It is true. This is your fault, people. It's your fault. Yeah, really. Especially really. people write in and watch or listen live. They're the exactly. Worst. Those people. Honestly. All right, just a minute. Uh, right. Well. Oh. I imagine it won't be a terribly long show this week because, well, there ain't much to chat about news-wise. As sod all is a Christmas week, so. And we're, and there's know. nothing to talk about with the news. We're never known for talking about anything else. Exactly. This is it, people. What you hear is what you get. Plus, we've been busy, you know, Christmas and stuff. Probably haven't played as much as we normally uh, would. Uh, or maybe we've played more. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. And we're all eating stuff because I can hear crinkling going on for sure. I'm not eating anything. Mm. I'm not eating anything. Sounds like you're eating something, Stu. I am eating Turkish Delight. Are we starting? I think we can. Okay. Here we go, people. Here we go. Welcome, yo, Welcome to y'all, gamers. to the veteran gamers. Stu, Jimmy, are the fellows who will tell you news, about every single game. News. We used to do indie picks, but we don't really do that anymore. Can we cut the condescending crap and play the game? It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. Well, there are rocks, thousands and thousands of rocks. so up before you have to press repeat, yo. Hello, and welcome to episode 311 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. Yeah, welcome. It's kind of Christmas has been and gone. Christmas time on the Veteran Gamers, and we're going to talk about gaming. That was a kind of time. <laughs> kind of. It's, it's that weird week where you don't know where the shops are open or not. Yeah, that's true. Like, are the that's shops true. open? I don't know. Are, are you, what are you doing New Year's Eve? I don't know. What are you doing? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I've been and done my shopping today, so they were definitely and open today. Christmas. Yes, well, uh, did we have a good Christmas? Is that what you want? Yeah, you know, this is what really bugs me, is that I have to talk, oh. I have to say a thing like three times in order for anybody to hear me. This is why I'm... I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh. Uh. Anyway, what do you say? Have we had a good Christmas? Is that what you were asking? The thing plugged in the wall. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Did you have a good Christmas? Yes, I had a, I had a good Christmas. Did you, Ginny? Yeah, no, it was very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Well, what did you do? Your- what did you do? Say again, Duke. <laughs> what was oh, oh no! Whenever Stu talks or makes any slight noise, I can't hear you. Do ah, sorry. What was the highlight of your Christmas? Um, there you go. That's good. I think <laughs> that's, that's how I talk all the time. So I, yeah, do that. On Christmas Day. On Christmas <laughs> Day, I I brought round the uh, Super Nintendo round Tara's house. Well, Tara's mom's house and. Uh, Pretty much everybody played that all Christmas night. Like, cool. well, never went off it. Street, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Mario oh, yeah. Kart, um, and Bomberman 2 were the three big ones. And then 
um, me and Simeon, Tara's brother, did Life on a Level each on Mario World, um, but he got very drunk and tired and started dying. Yeah. He, he, the funny thing is, he's, he's quite a funny guy, Tara's brother, and he was like, criticizing everything i was doing he's like i wouldn't have done that nope wouldn't have done that no and then as soon as he stopped started the level he died straight away and, uh, <laughs> see he wouldn't have done what you did he would have just died yeah that's right he was telling the truth so the uh the, i'd say the highlight is uh definitely you know getting the super nintendo around and then on boxing day we went around tara's auntie's house and a, a few of the people that were there on christmas day were there on, on the boxing day thing and I just happened to leave the Super Nintendo in the boot of the car. And they said, oh, Mike, have you got the Super Nintendo again? I was like, yep. I was like, right, then let's get it out. So we, we played a few board games, but then we played uh, Bomberman and Street Fighter again. Cool. So, what board games did you play? Uh, we played a game called, uh, I, I don't know what it's called, actually, but basically you have a headband on and you have a card. And on the card is a description of a place or a person. So it's, I saw some example, video of this, I think. So there's there's... Um, you can have plumber on your head or something like that, yeah? Uh, like a card that says plumber. And then you have to roll the dice and you pick somebody at random to act out the thing on your head. So if it's nice. a plumber, you have to act it out. And yeah. uh, it's it's re- it was really good fun, actually. It was really, awesome. really fun. So did you did you get pie face out again? Was that was that on the card? <laughs> no, nah, uh, the, twins, the, the twins had that on their birthday, which was November. So we played that then. Um, and now there's... Yeah, well, yeah. they, well, they, they played it once and never played it again. <laughs> exactly. I can't imagine yeah. it being fun more than once. No. We should we should say hello to people in the chat. We've got quite a few already. Hello, which is hello. We get anyone tonight because we're on we're on an off night, aren't we? We're, we're yeah. recording no, off night. We in time. Awesome. We're <laughs> Monday night on at five p.m. and uh, yeah, uh, literally, I had to I had to rearrange last night because I we was going out for a meal. Uh, Ooh, and, a, meal? a meal and then um yeah and the reason why we had to call it so early is because literally as soon as we finish this i am going to see star wars so oh, sweet. i could have saw it yesterday but my I, I already sort of promised that i'd watch it with my brother so uh-huh. i could have watched it with tara yesterday but i didn't well i so watched it yesterday is, what you're saying is you love your brother more than you love tara I just True. feel like whoever you promised it to first, yeah, that makes sense. Get the right away. Do you not? Do you not also think that your brother will appreciate it more maybe than Tara? Well, Tara only went to see it because her brother wanted to see it, and her brother's down from Manchester, so she she only wanted to see it. And Simeon said, "Oh, you know, do you want to come?" And I said, "Well, I already said to my brother that." And I tried to rearrange, you know, trying to get like five adults in the same place or six adults in the same place. Sometimes it's very difficult, so. I, my brother just couldn't make it yesterday. Blah 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 blah. But I'm going to see Star Wars tonight. Blah blah blah. But but I did a first yesterday. First. Oh yeah. Which is we we went to watch Star Wars, but went to watch it on the IMAX, which I've never been to before. Oh yeah. It's huge yeah. screen. You feel the movie. It is, but it, it wasn't as big as I thought it was going to be. I had in my head it was going to be. Is that it? Not impressed. Is this I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. I had right. This is this is the vision I had in my head of an IMAX, right? And this is completely wrong. But I had this vision in my head that your your sort of chair was tilted backwards slightly, so you were looking more up than straight on. Well, that's why you got to right? sit way up front. So then that is right, right, right. 
and that the screen was kind of curved over your head as opposed to on a wall, which is completely wrong also. Because he's just like a movie in a bubble. He wants to just have the yeah around him in a bubble. That's what I had in my head for an IMAX, but obviously the reality is something completely different. Maybe you uh, maybe you set your expectations a little bit too high. I did. I think I did. I think I did. Uh, Yeah, but we should should say hello to the people in the chat before we forget to do that. We should. We should. Uh, Amaryllis is here. He says, "I'm usually at work." He's she. It's a she though. She says. Uh, Yeah. I'm usually at work when they air. So. um, Well, thank you for skipping work to hang out with us. That's awesome. What I'm That's right. more concerned about is, you know, why don't you skip work regularly to this to the show? Yeah, really. Yeah, you should just do that. Um, Wolverdine. I've never seen that yeah. name before. I think I think I've seen that in the chat before. Uh, I could be wrong, but I'm sure I've seen that before. Right. Uh, and the gangs and RPGs here as well. So yes. yeah. Other people in here apparently. So welcome. Hope you all have a good <laughs> Christmas. Other people. Yeah, well, there's, there's the Damsk, uh, My Cold Cars, he's a regular, My Cold Cars. PG Tips, yeah. regular, you know. So there's a few people in here. That's it. Uh, that's thank it. But you that's, for joining but, us live, and if you're not listening live, shame on you. You're a but Amaryllis is off the overseas connection. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And she's also a teacher, like you, Duke. Word. So there you oh, go. So that actually... Yeah, two gluttons for punishment. There Something you go. For teachers, woo, woo. Um, yeah, but he was. By the way, uh, Star Wars. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. There was there was a couple of things I wasn't totally happy with. Don't spoil it. That after. I'm not going to spoilers, but I'll just saying there was a couple of things. You know, you know. A couple of things that I wasn't. See, it's funny because totally when we pretend like we're not giving spoilers, we'll say something completely outrageous. Like with Red Dead Redemption, we'll be like, "Yeah," and then the aliens showed up. But you know what? That might actually be a spoiler for Star Wars. <laughs> it probably would. Although be. that's not a spoiling anything because that's all a Star Wars is: is aliens showing up. It is aliens showing up. But yes, it was. Uh, it was good though. I thought it was pretty good. I think it's a good setup for the next trilogy. Yeah. As it were. I... As it were. So, yeah. Walter uh, Dean is a long-time listener, first-time live listener. Oh, there you oh, go. Sweet, welcome. You contributed on Facebook a few times and also shat on your doorstep once, Stu. That's true. Yeah, you camped outside when I didn't know. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, you'll, I think you'll enjoy it anyway, Ginny. I think you'll not be disappointed. Star you Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Um, yeah, IMAX, it was all right, actually. The 3D was, was pretty good, I've got to say. I think it was better than normal 3D. Well, didn't you hate it in 3D, Duke? Duke, Duke. he's died. Oh, no, Duke's dead. What happened to Duke? Is he still on the line? Yeah, he's still here, according to this. Where's he gone? Anyway, um, yeah, so the so the 3D works pretty well. There is is one point where there's a Star Destroyer on screen, and it did look like it was... I know, right? I'm only saying poking out there. Where do you go, Duke, before you died for a second, though? What's the matter? I had to... Straighten my twisty mic cord. Ooh, uh, yeah. There was there's a bit where a star destroyer was poking out of the screen, and that did look pretty cool. Spoilers. Did look, I know. Sorry, um, but yeah, it's good. It is very good. Uh, so uh, yeah, well, what have you been up to over Christmas, Stu? We haven't asked you. What did you do? Uh, the Duchess and I have been taking it easy and relaxing and playing board games. We played Trivial Pursuit, and she won a round. And my, our buddy Bob won a round when he came over for a game uh, and Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. And uh, yeah, but I got the question right about who was the CEO of 
America Online during the 1980s and 90s. Or the 90s. Yeah, no like, clue. The only time. Chen- no clue. Who was it? Jenny, no do you know? No. Oh, man. His name was... Anybody in the chat know? Anybody? Oh, wait, it's a delay. I'm not going to sit around and wait for that. Uh, yeah, his I name was wait. Steve Case. <laughs> and I knew that. Oh, I nearly said that. Booyah. I don't know no, why I, I know that. <laughs> I, I mean, how are we supposed to know the CEO of some American company? We have no idea. Well, we? online, that was not just some company. That was the... Well, what is it even? What does he do? It was the way that people got on the internet before there were internet startup companies in every city. In AOL. AOL, yeah, exactly. Ah, you see, now if you just said that, I don't know who you meant. Right, AOL. AOL. Yeah. AOL. Ah, there you go. Yeah, it was just always AOL in the UK. AOL. So now I've learned something today because I know what AOL stands for, which is cool. There you go. There you go. Yeah, as for me, my my Christmas day was a bit weird. No one asked you. Shut up. Because I worked, so I was in at half past four in the morning. Uh-huh. And I worked till half past one. I know, yeah, half past one. Uh, and then I went round to the mum in law, so I didn't have to cook my own Christmas meal it for was a change, but I normally cook. It was good. Was it good? It was good. But the problem was, it got to about half eight, and I was just dropping off. I was just completely zonked. That's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so I ended up, I was in bed about half past nine on Christmas Day. And then, obviously, was working again on Boxing Day at half past four again in the morning yeah. Yeah. Uh, until half past one. So I finished early again, which wasn't too bad. And I just chilled out on Boxing Day. And I, I was able to have a bit of alcohol because I wasn't working the following day. <laughs> I know, yeah. So I got slightly drunk and then fell asleep again and woke up at about three o'clock in the morning you're, on the cell. You're everything. You get drunk. You get very sort of um, jolly. And then you get very I am jolly. I do go sleepy. Yeah. Yes, I do get sleep, and it doesn't help that I've been up so early as well. I guess so, I was up till three yeah. o'clock on Christmas Day, and then Jesus. I was up at nine o'clock, and then I was up till half two on Boxing Day. <laughs> so, did you? Can, let me ask you this: Did you did you get up early on Christmas morning to open your presents? What's your routine on Christmas? Well, oh, it's it's all it's all different this year isn't it because um well this is the first time yeah well you're setting a precedent now aren't you for coming years well not really because this year will be the last year that tara's mom lives in the house that she does and that's the house that tara grew up in um so we spent christmas usually i wake up you know at home before i moved and i'd spend the first half of christmas with mum and dad, and then the second half with the the what? The first half with the black fam, the white family, then the second half with the black family. That's what I used to say. Right. Okay, okay. But like this Christmas, like we just woke up in our house together. Tara went to her mom's, I went to my mom and dad's, and then I went round to Tara's mom's and spent the rest of Christmas there. So I think next year, Christmas will be here, and everybody will come to us. Right. So I'm not. Cool. I'm not doing any cooking. Right, okay. Everybody well, do you not do you not have any sort of things that you do on Christmas morning? Like, for instance, we always have walnut whips. You know, that's kind of a tradition. Not walnut, really. I mean, you know what I mean? Like a drug? Tara, Tara always yeah. has, a, like, a Christmas breakfast with the family. But like I say, this year, everything 
he's out of sync. Everything's just like completely different. Right. Well, this year, this year for us was a bit weird because obviously I was working Christmas morning and then Millie was fretting going, but when are we going to open the presents? You know, because obviously she didn't particularly want to get up at four o'clock in the morning to do that. Um, I know, yeah. So so we sort of opened presents on Christmas Eve night and pretended it was Christmas morning. <laughs> it worked a treat. So we all, we can open so we all, whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. So we all sat on the bed in the onesies uh, pretended it was Christmas morning, did all the present opening then instead. <laughs> so that's what we did. Cool. Uh, which was a bit strange, a bit surreal. <laughs> so right. next year I'm off, so it shouldn't be a problem next year. You already know you're off next year? Yes, yes, we take it in turns. Oh, I see. So obviously myself and the assistant chef manager, she does, obviously she's she's doing all New Year, so I'm off for five days over New Year. You're so right. I finish on the day before New Year's even, and I don't go back till the following Tuesday. Do you ever find New Year's quite a farce? Yeah, I don't really care about New Year. It was up to me. I'd rather have Christmas off, but obviously she's got family too. So it's like in the past, I've worked at places where some of the other chefs didn't have kids and weren't married or whatever. So they didn't care. They were just happy to work on Christmas and have New Year off, you know, because they went out and got plastered on New Year. But I just um, I often find New Year's Eve just a big uh, anticlimax. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we're not doing much this year. We're just going to, uh, I'm just going to make some homemade pizzas. So, you know, I'm going to get some, make some homemade pizza, though. I need a pizza! Yeah. a So I'm doing that, and then just probably play some games, get a bit drunk, you know, and, and see the new year in, and we have a... Apparently everybody's a, coming to us on New Year's Eve. Oh, well, that'll be all right. You'll have fun. You'll get the snez out again. Tara's got quite a big family, so and her, her uncle's cooking five chickens. Ah, so that's and then it's going to bring them over, and then I think we we just got like Pete. So Eddie just playing, or Eddie's going to be in some sort of Caribbean spices. You know what I mean? Some sort of spicy chickens. Sounds like a perfect pizza. Perfect pizza. Brilliant. That sounded like (laughs) Virtual Pizza's show got possessed. It did. It did. Oh, my God. Um, did I happen to say? Weird. <laughs> oh, Mary Kate and Ashley, is there nothing you can't make great? So, um, so yeah. What? yeah, so anyway. Or listen, first time you poor, poor person. Well, this is not a normal show anyway, so anything goes, really. So anyway, anything chickens. Anything goes. Anything goes. So what's happening with these chickens, then, Jim? Uh, I don't know. He's just cooking... Five chickens, and I'm guessing they're going to be like like jerk chickens or yeah, spicy. And yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, or they might, they might mix it up. I don't know. And then we'll put a few pizzas on, and then the, I think the sunez will go on. And I'm also going to set up the 64. And, oh, nice. And uh, and that's really nice. Yeah. So is it is it going to be kind of like chicken roulette? There might be just one really extra spicy. There's one that's undercooked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which one's going to give you salmonella poisoning yeah. in the shits tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Take it home with you. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, though, one of the more interesting things that, that happens to us on New Year's Eve is across the road there's a, a lady called Karen, uh-huh. and she has extremely huge pendulous breasts. Right. And That's a really important detail. I'm glad you mentioned it. It is, it is an important detail, which you'll find out in a moment. <laughs> uh, 
Because at this stroke of midnight... She has fed the 5,000 with those. <laughs> she has, she has. Uh, but yes, as, as at the stroke of midnight, you know, everybody sort of comes out into the street to wish each other, you know, Happy New Year and all that stuff. Uh, and she always so obviously comes running across the road and mashes her pendulous breasts against you. Does, is, so, that, yeah. is that a thing that happens in your street? Yeah, yeah, everyone just comes out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and say Happy New Year to people. You do say Happy that New Year to each other. That seems like a weird thing to do. <laughs> it is a bit weird, especially when the the neighbour across the road is mashing her breasts against you. Um, but see, it, what's prob- kind of- it probably isn't like that. She's just you know, a normal person giving you hugs, and Stu's like, ah, massive pendulous breasts. <laughs> it's true. When- but what's kind of funny, right? My brother-in-law. Um, he he comes round sometimes. They come kind of every other year for New Year. And when when he's been round here, obviously on New Year's Eve when we go out, he he's always a bit scared of her. You know, she she kind he kind of tries to make out he's not there. You know, tries to hide behind someone so that he doesn't get the breast treatment. You know, so uh, but it, it's quite an event. It is quite an event. Sounds what more can I say? So what do you what do you do do Duke on New Year? Do you do you go it's out? Do you stay? I in? read one time where it said. Um, New Year's, uh, youth is when you get to stay up till midnight on New Year's. Old age is when you have to. Uh, is that how you feel about it? Yeah, I'm like, whatever. I, you know what? I'm sorry. This is the thing. For me, Christmas and New Year's, both of them, it's like, okay, this is an awesome day, just like every awesome day. Uh, it's, a, it's a new beginning, just like every day is a new beginning. Uh, you know, we made it around the sun again. Okay. There you go. I don't, and, uh, I don't uh, blow noisemakers and drink champagne on a Wednesday afternoon, you know, Wednesday midnight on June the 3rd. So why is it so important to do it on December 31st? Because it's the I end of know. the year, dude. It's the end of the year, man. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to drain the fun out of it. I just, I don't really care myself. Well, you have done now. I'm, I just, I'm not even looking forward to it now. <laughs> You're not looking what, forward what, to this? What yeah, I like. No, what I, I was. I'm not now. What I like about it is... And, and Christmas is that like everybody's sort of in the same mood. Do you well, know yeah, I mean? they're all happy. People are happy, man. No, I like that. But, I, you know, I like being happy. No, you don't. You hate it. No, you don't. You you what really makes humble. me happy is pizza. I want pizza! I bet Duke's like the real Grinch. I bet he goes around where he lives nicking everyone's presents and stuff. I don't want presents. <laughs> I, I got exactly what I wanted for Christmas, which was a delicious glass of water. No, no, so no one else can have presents, you know what I'm saying? Why do I care if other people have presents? That doesn't make me... So, that, so then they're not happy at Christmas, so you make them disappointed and unhappy and stuff. Okay. You're trolling me now, aren't you? Uh, no, he's not. He's serious. No, I am serious. No, no, no. I'm deadly. Deadly serious. great thing the great thing about this time of year is that you get time Duke, which i'm yes. sure you value you do Amen. so what have you been using your time to play video oh games? good segue i like it it's good yeah, nice nice job uh yeah video games is what i've been using my time for and making a new uh song and video i'm actually putting a video together for this one so hold on to your hats people it's nothing to do with video games this time but uh if you like the other stuff i've made you might like this too so we're guessing it's a rap then. It is. I'm busting some go. funky lyrics. Noise. Word. So that was my day yesterday. I didn't really play. I played a few games, but not really many. But, yeah. Am I going first? Yeah. Well, you might as well. You've started. Might as well. Why don't I go ahead? Might as well. Why not? Do whatever you want, man. Right. So 
I got the Dota 2 bug again. I don't know what happened, oh, but I was just like, ooh, Dota 2, yes. And I've been playing with Drow Ranger. I actually won a match sort of by myself. Not really because every game's a team effort, but there was one where, oh, man, it was close. And then I realized, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. And I went in and I destroyed the enemy ancient kind of by myself with the creeps. And we won. Yay! And then I've been playing Tini, with Clint. Have you any idea what he's talking about? I, I don't know what he's talking about. I watched his video on how Dota 2 What does he mean? What does he mean? He means he won the match. What's the enemy? Yeah, what does he say? Enemy Ancient? What the hell is that? Yeah, what is well, that? Dota, okay, here's the thing. Look, Dota stands for Defenders of the Ancients. Each team has an Ancient that they have to defend. And I went in and destroyed the enemy Ancient. So... So what you're saying is you were a one-man army and the rest of your team was shit. No, they were good. It's just that they weren't as good as they should have been and uh, whatever. So they weren't as good as you. That's what you're saying. I, I, but hey, let, me, let me tell you. If I'm the best person on the team, there's a problem with the team. Oh, no. So they were shit then? Well, no. They just they, – they weren't – you know, they were – I don't know. They, they were taking stupid chances. Here's the thing. Uh, thank you for reminding me because this is something that I'd like to say about Dota. It seems – this seemed to be the only thing I ever found when I tried to play League of Legends. Everybody plays it like it's just hero versus hero, and that's the whole game. But that's not the whole game. That's Call of Duty. Dota has to be played with respect for the towers, and you use the minions, and, and I mean there's all sorts of things you do to take the strategy to the next level. And if you're running around chasing these enemy hero kills, you're just going to get done. Which is what happened to us in a couple of games that I played. And it's just so frustrating because you see people who are convinced that if they can get some enemy hero kills early in the game, then that's the way to win it. And it might be, but it's also a way to get stomped because the enemy will – you'll feed the enemy basically. So it's better to play back, stick and move, attack and then run away and not just chase after the enemy heroes all the time. So what? And is is that how people play then? Like they're playing Call of Duty? Yeah, exactly. Most of the time, you get with people who are just they don't know what they're doing and they're not willing to communicate and they're not coordinated. It's usually a bunch of kids who you know aren't thinking as a team; they're thinking as individuals. And if you play a ranked match, you are going to get people who are thinking more like a team, but they get so mad if you you know get a kill that they felt they deserved. So they're like, "You suck. Go away." I'm like. Dude, calm down. It's not that big. Well, like, well, like they feel like you've stolen the kill. You mean? Yeah, and they'll they'll say it. They'll be like, "You stole my kill." I'm like, I was trying to make sure that guy did not kill you. I'm sorry if you saw it as me stealing your kill. You and he had about the same amount of health, and I thought I was helping here, but you see it as me stealing your kill. So whatever. Well, people worry about the stats, man. Once you get on those ranked servers, that's, <laughs> that's all they care about. And I want a team where it is people working together as a team but they're not obsessed about their numbers it's like calm down come on man it's, it's like all the the major you know call of duty players all they care about is kill death ratios oh but it's sad you should be having fun when you this is why i'm so annoyed by mlg everything's mlg i want to be mlg i'm gonna go for mlg it's because then you're not having fun when you're playing these games you're obsessed with numbers and stats and all that stuff Anyway, moving on, uh, I played some more Blops 3, which is, continues to be good. And the game that I've been surprised by how much I'm enjoying it these days is Star Wars Battlefront. Because Oh. Yeah. So when we saw the Star Wars movie, obviously that sort of rekindled my desire to go out there and play Star Wars games. Um, and, I mean, part of me wants to play a game where I'm a Jedi. So, I don't know, I might get the Force Unleashed and give that another 
another try because I didn't really get into it the first time I played it, but I might enjoy it now more. But um, I remember hearing that the Jedi Academy games are really good, so I bought one of those once upon a time, and I might start playing that. But in the meantime, I'm playing a lot of Battlefront, and the more I play it, the more I like it. Like, I'm unlocking new guns, and, I mean, you know, I'm still feeling the fact that there aren't many maps, but... I don't know the team. Definitely- so how many how many actual maps are there altogether? It's probably like five or six, which is yeah, it's uh, not a lot. It's mean, no. half as many as you get in Call of Duty games. So, and is is there a, is there a different mode for each map, or is it sort of interchangeable? No, there are also some different maps that have other modes. Like I, I can't tell exactly what's being duplicated for the different modes, but you know you have there are a bunch of different game types, and I played one recently where it was um, what was it uh, hero battle or something like that which is cool because once okay so one person i guess is randomly selected as the hero and you spawn in as either like darth vader boba fett the emperor i think if you're on the you know rebellion side then you might be luke skywalker han solo or whatever so everybody else in the in the in the lobby then hunts you down and you have to get as many kills as you can as the hero before somebody ends you, right? And the person right. who kills the hero then becomes the next hero. So I see. It's a pretty cool setup because, you know, I, when I first played it, I was mad because I really brought the emperor's health down a lot. But then somebody else got the last hit. So they were, you know, so-and-so killed the hero. And I was like, no, I took him like 80% of his health down. And then you come in and get one shot and take the kill. And I sound like the person in Dota. You took my kill. Yes, you do. <laughs> I, 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 by the way, I, I've got Battlefront for Christmas. Oh, nice. Mm. Have you played it? No. Yeah? No. How's he hack? I'd be interested to know what you think. So the other thing that I've been doing is unlocking, first of all, appearance options, which is cool because you can be different you know, stormtroopers, different rebel fighters. But the cool ones are when you get to like level 40 or something. I think I'm on level like 15. But when you get to level 40, you could be like Greedo or you could be, uh, you know, one of those shock troopers in all black or whatever. Like there's some cool appearance options when you get to level 40. So I'm just eager to get up to that level. But the other thing you can unlock is uh, different weapons, which I mean, whatever. There aren't too many weapons, really. Uh, but you can also unlock like I unlock the jetpack, which is really cool because it doesn't let you fly all over the map like you could in Battlefront 2 back in the day. But it does let you like get a boost of speed, so you're like it's sort of like the shock trooper if you ever played Battlefront Two back in the day, because you had that short burst of you know, whoosh, so you can move you know a good distance, but it's just more like a hop than it is you know any controlled sustained flying around movement. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's just similar to a normal jetpack type of fur. It'll just boost you a bit higher and a bit yeah. further. And that's the thing is that by playing Battle uh, Black Ops Two or Three, I've really gotten a taste for that, like having that option and the slide and everything. Like, I don't know, you, you got to learn how the game works, and I'm learning how Battlefront works. And the other thing is, there's a is a thing you can unlock for like a homing shot, which allows you to lock onto an enemy and then you know fire a rocket, and then it's not too hard to dodge them, but it can be tricky if you don't know where they're coming from. So the best thing to do is to get up high, and then like in this you know, the mode we're looking at now, the map we're looking at, you know, there's a place in the middle where you can climb up above everybody and then you can use a homing shot to sort of take people out. The problem is that you're a sitting duck when you're up there because everybody's looking up at you. So it's an interesting dynamic because you have to, you know, 
pick your fights and stick and move so and all the rest. Have you have you played much of the horde mode that's that's on the game then or any of I haven't really played any of the single player stuff or the co op things. I played a little bit of it during the beta and then that was it. So one of the right, days okay. I should. I mean, I mean, the one thing you can say about Battlefront is that it looks incredible. It does look incredible, and it's you know, it's it, the maps are good. What, what's here is good. Uh, they added a new one called the Battle of Jakku, and it's uh, you know tied into the movie, and it's the type of thing where you, you kind of have to stop the enemy from advancing if you're the rebels, and if you're the Empire, you have to advance. And that's like not my favorite game mode because I played one recently with the, which was the Walker Assault and we were the Empire and we you know one of the things you have to do with the Walker Assault is stop the and stop the rebels from starting these uplinks. So when they yep. start the uplinks you have to go find them and shut them down. And we had them offline for most of the round and it looked like our walkers were doing damage and just kicking ass and we're like this is it we're going to win this. And then Somehow they just destroyed the walkers at the very end, and it was like rebels win. And I was like, "What? We did so the, the, the whole round? Have they rebalanced that then? Because no, in the beta, I don't think that, they have. I think people have figured out there's like an iron, um, ion uh, airstrike or something yes. that's really uh, all right, okay. and people have just worked out that if you do that at the right time. Yeah, that's yeah, because it was because because uh, in the beta you seem to very rarely ever win as the rebels. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we just ended up in a round where we ended up losing on a fluke, or maybe it is just that our team sucked, or I did something horrible to cause it to lose. But I just think I don't know. And that's the thing is that like with team deathmatch, that's why I love team deathmatch because I know where I stand and I know where the enemy stands, and you, you know at the top of the screen it tells you here's the score. And you just sort of keep track of that. And if you're dying a lot, you be more careful. If you're doing real well, you get out there and keep getting kills. Did you say you had buyer's remorse when you? I it? did originally, and I'll tell you now. The rate I'm playing it, I think I'm going to get my money's worth. Yeah. Is oh, well, that's all right then. Yeah, it's all good. I'm having a lot more fun with it. Um, what else have I been playing? Oh, I got a solid state hard drive. That's exciting news. Ooh, how did that go? It was fine. I actually realized that I didn't have the key. I had the. So okay, quick update story time uh <laughs> the power system in my computer has like a serial uh power strip for different drives so that you don't just it's one cable and it's got like five different plugs on it so you can plug in as many drives as you can basically fit but i realized i didn't have the cable that goes from the drive to the motherboard so i had to disconnect the power cable from my uh, well, I didn't have to disconnect the power cable from it, but I had to disconnect the information cable from the, uh, the DVD drive. But I never use that anyway, so it's like, okay, if I need to use the DVD drive, I'll have to get another power cable or another, you know, motherboard cable. So, uh, whatever. Yeah, I must admit, I never even put one in mine. I've never had a DVD drive in it. Yeah, I, I, I've never used it once since I got it a year ago. Yeah. So who cares? There's no need, is there? Because you get your drivers online. Yep. You download all your games. Yep. I mean, you could get the old very cheap PC game on DVD, but... Yeah, you know what? It's funny, because whenever I go to an office supply store, they always have a rack of games, and I always look at them, and they're always so bad. It's always like, 50 games for $2, and I'm like, uh, these, these can't possibly be any good. There's no way they're any good. So... You never know. You never know. There might be one gem amongst them. Who knows? I say that, and now, watch, I'll probably go out and be like oh look at this it's funny because somebody posted a picture on reddit recently that was like i'm all set for the weekend and it was like fallout 4 in 
a case, like, and it said PC on it. It wasn't a console version. I was like, wow, who would buy Fallout 4 in, in like a physical package format? That just seems weird to me. I know, yeah, but here's a question though. Here's a question. Yeah. Have you have you bought anything off the yet again Steam sale that's the same as last time? Um I did actually. I bought two games that I'm just about to talk Ooh. about. Ooh. But to be honest, it's the type of thing where I'm like, you know what? I don't it's so much easier. I, this is I don't get Steam doing this because I feel like it's it doesn't work in Steam's favor because I look at it and I go, okay, a lot of stuff on my wish list is on sale. But I don't really need any of those games. I got all these other games that I'm playing right now, so I'm good. Which, yeah, I agree with you, and I feel like also the clock is ticking, and it's like, oh, I, I'm gonna yeah. sell this good deal, and it's just yeah, and I, and I think as well with the way it was before, you went on every day to have a look. Yeah, not just whereas now, hey, every six hours there's yeah things up, man. And now you just go on and look and go, oh yeah, huh. <laughs> right. And that's it. That's kind of it, isn't it? It's weird. There's no excitement. It was like kind of exciting before. Now it's just like, oh, there's stuff on. So what is the difference now? There's the, a massive difference. The difference is there used to be special deals every day, like eight games that were on offered that day for 24 hours. There was this, you know, group of games that were on sale, and then every eight hours, I think it was, you had a special flash sales where everything. Um, you had like three games that were on sp- sale just for those eight hours. So, yeah. you know, I would check in when I woke up in the morning. I'd check in at noon and then I'd check in – or maybe it was every 12 hours or something. So whatever. I'd check in, you know, whenever the flash sales flipped. Yeah, and then there was community picks What's the difference as well? now? Like, what was it so now? now what they do is they have certain games that are featured, but the, the actual sale prices don't change. So on the first, you know, the sale page, it'll say like these games are featured today, but it's the same price that you could have got on the first day of the sale. Well, if you if you just look through the games, they're just all the same. So it, there's nothing changes. It's just whatever it, the sale starts at. That's how it ends. As think well. of it this way: in a store, instead of saying like these items are on offer for today only, what they'll do is they'll rearrange the shelves every day. Yeah, it's kind of it, really, isn't it? kind of it uh, i have purchased one game as well uh, which i've been eyeing up for quite a while oh you f- um, pulled the trigger i pulled the trigger because i went to love oh well how much is it you know is it is it a reasonable price now on steam sale and it was five pounds so i was like i'm gonna do it so i bought the evil within oh there you go you know it's funny yeah. i actually didn't buy a game that i could i could have got real cheap because origin is also having a sale well i think it's over by now but they did have a sale recently and the Dragon Age in Quiggy Quig was oh yeah sixteen dollars. And I, that's a steal. That is a steal. That's very cheap. But it's, I was like, I never finished The Witcher Three. I really ought to finish The Witcher Three before I go chasing some new role playing game, so, some new sixty seventy hour game. So I again. didn't get it, and I was like, and besides, it's not going to get more expensive the next time there's a sale, right? So I probably get it even yeah. cheaper next time. So who knows? Who knows? Whatever. Anyway, on to the games that I did get. I oh, and I've been playing a lot of Hexels Infinite. Oh my god! You know, it's funny. However many hours I have in that game, and I have no idea how many I have, but however many I have, eighty percent of that time is just me staring at the screen, going, "Okay, there's three there, and there's two over here, and there's four there, and it means there's six, and it means it can't. it's just ah, ah, it's so 
mine. Yeah, I, th- I think it would drive me potty. <laughs> I think you should live tweet you playing this game. <laughs> oh no, I've seen you. I've seen what you what it does. I just I know yeah, I cannot I had to be stop halfway bothered. through a game recently, and it drove me insane. The whole time I was away from it, I was like, I feel so I don't know incomplete having left it there. Yeah. And I mean, it's fine because it it saves it, you know, it saves the board for you. When you go back the next time, it's exactly as it was. But there's something, you know, not resolved when you have to walk away from it. Yeah, out of interest, you played 10 hours, according to your Steam profile. Yeah, well, uh, out of that, like I said, eight of those hours have just been me staring at the screen and doing nothing. Uh, that's funny. Anyway, that is two games that inactive. I bought recently that I've been playing. Well, okay, I've been playing some some Rust, and the solid state hard drive makes Rust run a lot faster, which is really nice. I haven't done Skyrim yet because I had to move all my mods over. Ugh, it's going to be a pain. But so did did you have to reinstall Windows and all that? Malarkey, I haven't though. reinstalled Windows in the hard drive because I probably should. That would get everything moving faster, but. To be honest, I don't want to deal with that because... Ah, uh, so I see. You're using the it's just, solid state as a slave drive. Yeah, then. exactly. Uh, so, I see. I mean, it's just it's just there. Like, I don't want to... Windows came installed on my PC, and I don't want to have to deal with moving it over. I don't, I don't think I have a disk with Windows on it, so I don't know how I would do it, and I just don't want to deal with it. So whatever. Anyway, uh, Rust, yes. And Rust continues to be fun. I found a server where... You get up and running a lot faster, and I realized I really prefer that because I was playing on some vanilla servers. You know, Defoe and I were playing. First of all, Defoe hosted this reunion on Rust yesterday, but he missed it, and I missed it. Apparently, everybody missed it because wow. he had to go to a friend's grandmother's funeral, which was very sad. Um, so, condolences to his friend. Uh, and I was just spacing because I was working on this new song and video. So I was like, oh, God. I, I looked at the end of the day. I'm like, wait a minute. The Rust thing happened today. Ah. But it, oh, didn't. Well, it didn't. Exactly. But <laughs> didn't happen. So he's been playing with, I don't know if it was Bongo the Saint or Fumu or one of them got back into Rust. And it was they went on the Medieval server, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that server. But it's vanilla. So when you hit the tree, you get 20 wood. Which is okay. You can build a house eventually. But as usually when I play on those servers, as soon as I get a house up and running, someone shows up and says, all right, open this house or we kill you. And they've got like, you know, tanks and fire rockets and, you know, machine guns and everything. And I've got my bow and arrow. And I'm like, maybe I can run away. <laughs> no. Can you actually have tanks in Rust no, now? That's impressive. actual tanks. But they've got, you know, uh, okay. launchers and C4. They've got firepower is what you mean. Exactly. And I've got nothing. So on this modded server that I was playing at, you know, after an hour of gameplay, I had a shotgun and I had, you know, armor and like I was, you know, I was able to fight with people. And there was someone who came up to my house and they were knocking on the door and I typed in the chat, get out, get away from my house. And they go, uh, and they were like, they kept knocking on the door. So I was like, all right, I warned you. <laughs> and then I shot them from on the roof and they were like, Ugh. and I was like, yeah, I can defend myself here. It's Dude, a good that doesn't sound like you. No, I not at all. I to fight them. It's just they were messing with me. So. Who knows what it was like? To, it was a sniper in the tower. No, I was just on my roof with a shotgun. Yeah, yeah take that. It sounded better. What it sounded better? What I said. And I set up my house in such a way that I put like five different uh, tool cabinets around, so that if they broke in, they still couldn't build anything. And they did break in, and they took a wall out, but they didn't get much because there was only one storage chest in that part of the house, and they would have had to destroy other doors and other walls. And they were like. We don't know how to get through this. So I'm like, yeah, I still survive. So whatever. Anyway, uh, there was another game on sale called Out of Reach, 
So, Chinny, if you want to put this up on the screen, people can see what I've been playing. Oh, yeah. So, out of reach, (laughs) uh, all reviews say, once again, it's me falling into another early access survival crafting game. And the the one, uh, what people say about this game is, it's really good for PvE. So you're not playing against other players. I mean, you can. There are servers which have that. But there are also a lot of servers where you're just trying to survive. And people are generally nice to you. So for the listeners, um, yes. just I'm going to describe what this looks like now. Yes. Rust. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Rust. Uh, except there's more aggressive animals. Rust doesn't really have many aggressive animals. And it's harder to survive in this game. Like Rust, once you get set up, it's pretty easy to survive. Um, this game is harsher, and you have to do more gathering, and I, I didn't like it at first because one of the first things you need to do is get flax in order to make rope. In Rust, if you get stone and wood, you can make a hatchet, but in this game, you need rope, and in order to make rope, you need flax plants, and the flax plants are nowhere. <laughs> I spent like 20 minutes running around trying to find flax plants. Which is stupid. It's really frustrating. It's like, come on, there should be more flax plants. What I realized eventually is when you get flax plants, you sometimes get flax seeds. And when you get flax seeds, you can plant those when you build a planter. So you can sort of get a little production line going in your home because you have a little window box and you can grow your own flax. So that made it a little better. Do you know what, though? I look at this and I just think... The market is just totally oversaturated with these types <laughs> really of games is. now. It really is. Especially because none of these are done. Like, none of these are... No. Uh, but, but that's... At the same time, that's kind of the interesting thing about them is because the good ones can find a niche and they can give us something that the other games aren't giving us. So this game yeah, is giving look, us the PvE experience that Rust is not giving. Rust is totally focused on player versus player. That's what it's... It is, but, but these... They're just clones of clones of clones, aren't they? I guess. You know, all these games, they all look the same. And also, what I think as well is from my point of view, from your point of view, you can sort of tell the the differences between them, but from my point of view, I can't, and I just look at them and go, nah. Yeah, I'm the same. I just go, And I look at them and I go, ooh, yeah. But then it's it's all about the gameplay. Because look, to the the one who doesn't play video games, Call of Duty looks just like Battlefront, right? Or Battlefield. Yeah. But we know they're very different games. Because yeah. it's all about the gameplay. And that's true about these crafting games as well. So DayZ looks like Seven Days to Die, but they're very different games. And so anyway, uh, the more I played this game, the more I kind of liked it. Because it was, you know, I didn't have to worry about someone coming along out of nowhere and just murdering me. But I did have to watch out for, like, tigers eating my face, right? And they, they yep, did. Yep, I got uh-huh. eaten by a tiger at one point. Um the, one of the problems of the game is that there's no uh, server f- favorites. So on Rust, when you find a cool server, you just click the star and it's on your favorites list. But with this game, you have to like write down which server you went to. There is a way to say, only show me the servers I visited already. So I guess there's that, but it should really have a favorites menu. So are the other players in the server, or is yeah. it literally just you? It's, oh, okay. Because the one that I found recently that I liked and it got set up on is, I don't know why I got started on this one, but it was a it's a 
European server, and it's all Polish people. So they keep asking, Duke, do you speak Polish? Do you speak Polish? And I was like, no, sorry. And they're like, rah, 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 it's talking in Polish. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> Why is Polish so, a lot rewind? It does, it does. <laughs> so what, what, <laughs> uh, what stops other players killing you then? Um, I don't know if this server doesn't allow it. Like Maybe it's actually disabled or if it's just frowned upon. But in the server menu, it'll say PvP or PvE and player uh, environment. It's just not something you do. And I think, generally speaking, it probably is... Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're talking about gamers here. How often did they respect that sort well, of thing? Well, that's the thing. Is, and that's my guess is that it's probably just you know, not even possible. Or else yeah. you would have killed me already. Yeah, I'm sure that you would have died at least once at the hands of another player. Sure. Here, let me let me say this about that. One of the reasons I think people kill each other in Rust so much is because a, it's fun, and b, there's nothing else to do. Once you reach a certain level of sophistication in your character, there's it's boring if you don't go raiding or murdering. But with this game, there's animals to hunt. There's you know oh stuff you can craft. You got I haven't even gotten any like stone tools. Well, I got stone tools, but I haven't gotten any bronze tools. You can make a smelter and, and all this. You can make a boat. You can make a trebuchet. Like, there's all this stuff to make. So, I don't know. I think that the less stuff there is in the game that is in, intended for peaceful purposes, the more likely people are to murder each other. Yeah, but can you, can you not get that from Ark? You can, and I, I think I need to go back to Ark at some point. There was something about the – here's the thing. Look, the reason I keep going back to Rust is because when you play Far Cry 3 or Far Cry 4, you know how it's just so smooth when you get in a vehicle and when you switch weapons and when you skin an alligator or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Those those yeah. little movements, those mechanics, the, the actual physical things your character's doing in the game. That's really satisfying. And the same is true for Rust. And for some reason, when I was playing Ark, it just didn't feel right. Because, I mean, people love that game, don't they? I mean, everyone... They really do. And I, I enjoyed it enough, but the problem I had was I just got, you know, I was making headway, I was leveling my character up, and that's that's kind of weird when you have levels for your character, but they have that in this game too, so whatever. But in Ark, I was getting going, I was having my guy, I was getting, you know, building my person up, and then a dinosaur just come out of nowhere and just, and just murder me. And I was like, you know what? I don't really feel like just being murdered by a dinosaur after spending three hours building a little hut on the beach. No, I guess. Well, apparently, Ark's a lot more polished now because I've had to sort of get it ready for the Xbox One. So. Yeah, that's what I heard. There's that. And I also think that I was wandering into areas that I shouldn't have been wandering into. So, you know, if I had stayed in the safe zones until I got more powerful, it would have been a better way to go about it. So I'll go back to Ark at some point. I actually looked at it recently, and I was like, I should reinstall this. And then it was like 47 gigabytes or something like that. And I was like, what? That's insane. What? It doesn't need to be Forget big. It. That's just stupid. It probably was that big, but it was, it's big. So I was like, that's weird. I don't have so much memory in Oh, wait, I have a whole lot of memory. I just bought a new hard drive. Uh, how big a hard drive did we get, by the way? How big uh, 240 is gigs. Ooh, that's pretty big for a solid state. Yep. And it was only like six bucks. Now the problem is I don't I don't have a bracket, so it's just sort of resting on this like, you know, separator plate in my. Man, you weigh nothing, do the solid state. That's the thing; it's sort of dangling there, and I'm like, yeah, it's no way anything. But it doesn't matter because there aren't any moving parts, so it's like. It's like worrying about if your flash drive is... Okay. It's just, yeah, it's just like a big memory stick. That's all it is. All right, so one last game that I've been playing is called Train Valley. 
And Ooh. I got the itch again. Sometimes I just get this itch for certain types of games. And this time it was a train game. So I was looking because I think it was because Train Simulator was on offer. And uh, so. Uh, but you didn't buy that one. Oh, I did not. <laughs> no. Uh, Let's not buy the official one. Let's see what the not. copy one does. But I have to play this now because, you know, <laughs> thing. Train Brilliant. simulator, bitch, motherfucker, what you know? Train simulator, bitch, watch that train go. I pull up to the station, yeah, I'm on time. Stacking mad chips when they hop on my line. I ride trains all day like it's my motherfucking day job. Just give me the controls and I motherfucking take off. Cause every driver knows a train needs some loving. 102 hours played, I regret nothing. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yes. So... Is that how you felt when you were playing the game? <laughs> I, I should get the train simulator game because there's a lot of negative reviews, but there's also a lot of positive reviews. And all the negative reviews are just like, oh, the DLC is very expensive. I hate this game. <laughs> so it's not, it's not like, this is a train simulator. Get a life. It's not realistic enough. It's just, yeah, it's just, oh, uh, I drive no, trains. No, for real. <laughs> there's no animation for shoveling coal. All right. But that's the other thing is that the reviews that are good always say the same thing. Only get this if you love trains because it's very realistic and it's it can be very hard. And I wanted something a little more arcadey. The problem is there aren't many other there aren't any train simulators that are more arcadey, which is the stupidest sentence I've ever said. There aren't any any video game developers going out there. It's like, Let's make a train simulator, but for a <laughs> casual audience. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so whatever. But anyway, so there's one called Train Valley, which I was like, this looks kind of cool. So I'll get this. And I got it. And it is very cool. I really like it. But it's not really about trains so much as it is about your reflexes. Because what you need to do is build track and move the trains around in a big hurry. Like, it starts off simple. The first few levels are a lot of fun, and they're very easy. You have a red station and a blue station, and you need to get the red train or the, the train from the blue station to the red station and vice versa. So as you can see on the screen, it's, you know, moving around up and down and all over. But So it's basically a puzzle game. It basically is a puzzle game because before long, you also have a yellow station and then an orange station and then a purple station and then a green station and all of them have trains in them all the time and you have to get them moving and eventually you so, have, uh, every time a train shows up, it's ding ding, so eventually you're ding ding, ding ding, ding ding, ding ding, and you have to get them moving and they'll wait for a little while, but eventually they'll just go out on the tracks and you'll be like ah! And you have all these trains moving around and it just gets so hectic and I'm just like this isn't what I signed up for. It's, it's, <laughs> well, it's not a train simulator. It's not a train simulator. I wish I could get in one of those trains and just drive it. So I should just shut. This is so stupid. Like, it's $10 for train simulator. What am I just, waiting for? Just pull the trigger, the man, train? for God's sake. Exactly, that. especially because, I mean, I bought, you know. But when I you think about all the. Crafting games, I need to save my money for the crafting. Well, listen, listen, listen right. When you, if you added up the cost of all the not train simulator games you bought over the years, you could have bought it probably four times. Exactly. <laughs> you are a crazy man. Maybe I'll buy it right now. But I'm going. Whatever. I don't have any time. Do, to do it, you crazy person. Uh, can I, just, I have got a question. I'm watching the gameplay of this here train weird game. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are the stations fixed points? Does does the game dictate where they go? Or they you go. Can you the game says you now have a blue station. Uh, okay, I get you. And yeah, I, yeah. you know, look, the game is very polished. It's a good game. Like it's very, as for what it is, it's great. Like it it works well. There's the sounds are great. The visuals are cute. Um, the 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 gameplay is intuitive. You know, you drag from one green square to another green square in order to make the track, and then you click it to make the thing. Now, here's the thing: if you have two junctions on the way. 
you don't always need both of those to be switched because, you know, sometimes it's it's from where you're coming from, the junction doesn't matter. But I was constantly switching those. So once I realized that I didn't need to do that, I, like, cut my, you know, movement time in half. And I was like, oh, sweet. It's like that scene when Homer Simpson figures out that he only needs to t- tap Y instead of typing out Y-E-S. And he's like, hey, look who just cut his productivity in half. Uh, Double yeah, his productivity, brilliant. whatever the line. But, and I can't stress this enough, Duke, it's not Train Simulator, it's is it? It's not Train Simulator. No. <laughs> it's not. Oh, my God. This wouldn't like, scratch an like, inch. Of... No, here's how I'm going to do the video. Yeah, it wouldn't scratch the itch of someone that wants to play a train simulator game. This no, game, it it's a bird's eye view, uh, yep. sort of making the tracks and making the trains go to the right destination yep. game, and and right. it looks pretty good and polished, like you say, dude. It does look look like there's a lot of effort got into this, and absolutely. Um, but it it's not really for somebody who really likes trains. It's more, yeah, like you said, like just like a puzzle reaction game, like a thinking game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I've been yeah. playing. Yeah, cool. So there you go. Yeah. So there you go. Yo. Um, Chinny, Chinny. Yo, uh, what have you been up to then? Uh, I I've only played one game. <gasps> only one game. Only one it. game. Surely not. Um, and that one game is Fallout Four. Uh-huh. Uh, you see, this is what happens. Fallout 4. Uh, yeah. uh, by the way, Amaryllis, Amaryllis is going, so bye-bye. Thanks for bye. popping by. Uh, and what we talking about in the chat, School Duggar is in the chat, by the way. I know, I noticed. Oh, School Duggar, uh, DJ Extraordinaire. Wicka, 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 wah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. School Duggar is in here, so hello to him. Um, yeah, no, I've been playing Fallout 4. Uh non-stop I've not heard of that is it any good it is a good game where you shoot things and stuff Ooh. Um, don't worry there won't be any spoilers um, but uh, where I am in the story is I'm past the glowing sea I've just done that oh. okay okay I know where I know where about that is in the story so is that am I still early days yeah about a third of the way through yeah, it's pretty early on that. Okay, doke. Well, I I really enjoyed that section of the uh, of the yeah, of the story. Cool. I thought that was a really cool place. So you you haven't even got to the institute yet, then have you? No, no. Oh, you're a long way off the the, the story as such. Yes. No, I haven't done that. I haven't really been focusing on the story. To be fair, uh, I've been um, doing lots of different things. I'm two days in there, so forty eight hours. Jesus Christ. I'd finished the story and done before anywhere near that. <laughs> what, how many hours did you have? 30? About 36. 36. About 36. Oh, and although, although I am going to carry on playing it, right? And I'm going to play it as intended, you know, how you should play it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to pick a direction where I've not discovered very much. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just going to kind of set off and see what I've come across. What level yeah. was you, Stu, when you... Uh, I, do you know, I cannot remember. I think I was about... 28 or something like that 27 28 i'm 27 now yeah oh. yeah yeah um yeah no, i'm really enjoying it I've, I've just been really focusing on just getting quests done because i really want to level up and get more perks and stuff so i try not to i've had my stint of doing what you're going to do Stu, you know where you just pick a direction and go for it um yeah i've had my stint of doing that i've done that for most of the game so 
the last two sort of sessions I've been doing, he's like, right, let's focus on this quest. Because you know what happens in Fallout is you do a quest and then you pick up another quest and you pick up another quest. And I really yep. do try to focus on finishing the quest because you get a ton of XP for actually like finishing a quest all the way through. Um, and obviously you pick up about three on the way, like three quests on the way of doing so. So, yeah, I've been doing a lot of the um, Nick Valentine sort of side quest detective stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've started those, but I never finished. So I have started because you have to go to all the different consoles, don't you? In his little origin quest. Um, I don't know about that. I, there's just folders on his desk in in his room. Yeah. Ah, right. I never found. No, he has. If, if you get to know him enough, then then he has like a little origin quest that you can complete. Oh, well, for I, him. I've I've got every companion has an origin quest, but I've got. Yeah. Kate with me, so I didn't unlock ah, right, okay. that one. But but Kate, who is this Irish girl who that, that likes drinking, so there's no stereotypes here. Um, <laughs> she uh, she's just sort of opened up to me now. She's she said, look, I've got a confession to make to you that I need to tell you, even though we don't talk a lot, but we shoot a lot of people together. Like um, <laughs> she she's basically addicted to uh, Psycho. And ah, cure, okay. she's so addicted to cure her, you have to go to a vault. And this vault specialised in curing people of addictions. Mm-hmm. However, I can't However. get in the vault because I need expert hacking. Oh, I hate that hacking. So what I'm considering doing is either rank up and get expert hacking, or, no, sorry, not expert, master hacking, or... Get Nick Valentine to do it. Yeah, yeah, because you can do that as well. But it was quite funny actually because Feng Chui, uh, and I'd heard it on, I think it might have been the Gamesman podcast, uh, where we were talking about the hacking. You have to, it's something to do with words in brackets or something. Right. Or something. There's a way of when you do the hacking, there's something about if something's in brackets, you can get rid of some of the words or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, mm. but yeah, I, I I don't really like the hacking. But yeah, I've been doing some of those Nick Valentine quests. There's like I've done the the Silver Shroud quest line. Um, I couldn't get that to activate. It wouldn't activate you for me. To the radio. Yeah, I wandered round Good Neighbour for uh, probably about thirty minutes with the radio on, and it just just played the story thing on a loop. What was the last thing you did for for that? I didn't do anything for it. I think I might have broke it because. I got the stuff before he sent me to get the stuff. Are you wearing the suit? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the suit, but I, I got the suit randomly. You know, I just went into the yeah. comic shop, got the suit. Then I sort of came across him by chance, and then he said, if you go and get this suit for me, then come back. Well, I already had it. Well, the, I've, I've finished that quest line, and what Kate, my companion, really likes it when you do bad shit. She really likes it when okay. you do bad things. So she's a bad girl. She's a bad. Um, Perfect. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I like her. So um, I on on that quest line, you have to sort of take down, um, you know, bad people. So when you kill bad people, she doesn't like it. She's like, ah, oh, you know, don't Ooh. don't kill the drug dealers. They're fine. Uh, I like those. I like those. So I, I did some of it without her, but then there was a there's a sort of side side quest from that that spins off from it, where you kill an assassin and then you find a note where he was going to kill someone else and you can kill that person and collect caps. So then I buddied back up with Kate, did that, and she loved that. She thought that was great. 
Um, oh, my my phone's ringing. I will be back in one moment. Okay, uh, I'll talk to Duke. Then so then talk. Duke, I did uh, the pirate stuff, the pirate ship thing. The pirate ship thing. Have you not done the pirate ship thing? I don't know. Give me a little more info. There's robots on the pirate ship. I don't think I did. Wow. Wow. You've done something I haven't. But Crazy. How long in the game. How many hours have you used on this game? Uh, a lot. Let me tell you. Hang on. Details. Uh, 74 hours. <laughs> oh, wow. But where I'm up. I suppose. Uh, where on the map? It's, um, it's not far from... Huh. Uh, Bunker Hill. Huh. Okay. Do you know where Bunker Hill is? I mean, is? I might have. It's possible I went there and I just don't remember it. There's a it. big pirate ship that's not in the water. It's on land. Hmm. And it's taken over by robots. Um, you should go there. Okay. Have you, have, do you know where Bunker Hill is? Yeah. It's to the right of Bunker Hill. Okay. And it's right on the well, edge of the not like It's not like on the bridge, is it? Because there's one that like, ran up a ground on the bridge. It's by a bridge, yeah. Oh, I wonder if that's the one that I did find. But oh, no, you're talking about the SS Constitution. I haven't found that, no. This is the one no. in, the, in the... um, Yeah, this is the one in the trailer. Must be. Yeah. No, I haven't I haven't found it. I should totally do that. That you, I think you'd really enjoy that quest, because that was a fun fun thing to do. Um, but I, I thought you'd played a lot more than 74 hours, to be fair. I'm just getting started, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I suppose I'm just like a day behind you, really. In terms yeah, of, well, I guess so. Uh. Yeah, but I'm yeah. nowhere near getting the story done. See, that's the thing is I blazed through the story, so now I'm, and it's I don't know for some reason, I mean, not some reason, it's harder to keep going. I guess you know the story dr- brings you back, and and in past games I haven't gone through the story so quickly I've like t- taken my time done side quests and then you know I'll find dad eventually in Fallout 3 or whatever in yeah. Fallout New I guess it's like I'll deal with Kaisar eventually we don't have to do that right away I'll, you know the platinum chip it's not going anywhere so with this game there was a different impetus pushing me ahead with the story and now that I finished the story yeah I want to keep exploring but I don't know it's not the same drive for me so um but like I, I want to pick up on a point that Verbal Rob made, right? Where because yes. you, you and you and Stuart like get the story done, Gene, get the story done. Whereas well. I feel like um, Verbal Rob said on the Boss Wave, where he sort of I don't completely feel like this, but he likes the idea of the the, the story being the last thing he does. Yeah, sure. Because why would you wander around the wasteland after? You know, that's your main goal in the game. Everything right. else seems a bit empty when you're just wandering around for sure. no reason. So I always do a lot of stuff before I I, I I I sort of try and make the main quest go alongside with the amount of side quests I've done as well. So if I'm, you know, I haven't done the main quest for a while, I'll do a bit and then I'll stop and yeah. do a load of side quests just to catch up on the game. Right. Um, and I do with GTA games as well and you know Assassin's Creed games where I'll try and move everything along round about the same pace so when I finish the main story I won't have tons of stuff left to do right sure so that's Makes that's sense. why 
Yeah, that's why I don't really, I'm not really flowing through the main story. But right. it's really good. The Silver Stroud stuff was really good. Yeah. Um, it was buggy as hell, but whatever. It wasn't buggy for me. I, I didn't get any. Uh, any well, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've done. Um, I've done. Uh, yeah, the glowing sea. I, I spoke to Virgil. Yeah. The, uh, oh, the castle is by far one of the best. Like okay. locations to. Oh, totally. You know, because it has it's all wired and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's 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 a good setup for like actually making a home out of it. And it feels like, you know, like when you decorate one of those rooms to make it your bedroom, like it feels like a finished home. Whereas, you know, in the cities or, you know, in whatever, the place you start out in, yeah, the, the homes are all destroyed and run down. And I mean, the castle's run down, obviously, but it's a castle. Like, what do you want? So it yeah. feels, I don't know, I made one of those back rooms that's probably a conference room or something. I like I made it into my bedroom and it just, I don't know, I put some couches in, put a TV in, put the little doghouse for dog meat. It's yeah. it's home. Feels like home. So yeah, yeah. No, I because I currently live in my house at Sanctuary, but yeah, yeah. I might move. Sure. I might just build, just move and just build a thing at the castle. Castle's in a good location too. I like it. And it's like I've 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 not done loads of defense, but you know yeah. I've put stuff up and it looks good. You know, I haven't found that the defense does anything other than like raise that bar. You know what I mean? The numbers in your workshop because i haven't had you know raiders coming in trying to mess up our, well i i watched i saw i went to my brother's game and my brother his version of sanctuary is about three houses look like wide yeah. and everything else is fenced up because he gets attacked constantly really that's interesting yeah huh and i've had one one of my areas got attacked yeah and it was pretty easy to mm. fend them off. Yeah. But, yeah, my brother seems to get attacked all the time. I don't yeah. know why. Um, does it make it... Should I be worrying about... Because at the moment, I'm just sort of like a minute man type of person. Right. Um, does it, Should I really... Do I have to pick a side eventually? Do I have to pick a... You will a, eventually have to pick a side, yes. Mm. Mm. Okay. okay. It is what it is. Yeah, and the the Brotherhood of Steel have their big hot air balloon thing, but yes, I haven't vertibird. I haven't they have done their to it. that you can ride in, and then they also have their big yeah hot air balloon, whatever it is. The, the big zeppelin flew over over one of the right. main missions, and I I'll say this about that, yeah, like it's you know I think the Brotherhood of Steel they were basically the you know sort of average good guys in the first game, and then the second game they had you know they were more of a cult. And I think that there's there are clear benefits to working with them in this game. So I kind of missed out on some of the cool content by not, not working with them. And I think maybe next time around I will. We'll see. But yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, people, I'm back. Sorry about that. Back. Had a call. I had to take it. Sorry. Yes. Well, I, th- I think I haven't got over to that Zeppelin thing yet. You know that big Zeppelin that flies over after one of the missions? Yeah. Stu on Fallout. Oh yes, the that's a Brotherhood of Steel, yeah, isn't it? I haven't gone over to it yet. I see it and I can see it from the pirate ship. But I haven't gone out did you do the pirate ship shoot? I didn't know. It's on my map. I've discovered it, but I never went back to it. Yeah, Duke hasn't done it either. Yeah, I haven't gone over to that. Mm. So I've done quite a few things, I've done quite a lot of stuff. Um just uh non 
not with the main mission. But hey, yeah, there's a there's a there's a cool mission in the game where something happens, uh, and I discovered quite a few areas that I hadn't been to, so I'm able to fast travel now as a result of that, which was kind of in Duke will know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so it's quite interesting because he's like, you have discovered such and such, you have discovered such, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I don't have to walk to them now. Yeah. Well, I was I was quite relieved when I discovered a few areas in the glowing sea, because I was like, I don't have to go yeah. all the way down there again. Oh my god, yeah. When you when you get to where you need to go, and it's like, cool, I can just fast travel to yeah. there next time. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's pretty shady and all them bloody rad scorpions and god knows. Well, what I else. like the new trick that the rad scorpions can do now, where they can just. They see you and they just go underground, and then pop yeah. up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Out of the, oh, yeah. Out of the cool. ground. Oh, terrifying. Right I don't know where they're coming from. Because that's really scary. Because they was down, yeah. like a bottom of a valley. These rad scorpions and I shot one, and they obviously knew I was there, so they just poof, disappear under the ground and then poof, pop up right behind me. So that's Jesus. that's really scary. I've I've been getting a lot of good weapons lately as well. I've been getting like. Um, hunting rifles that are just as good as the one that I already had, but use those um, 0.50 millimeter bullets. So I have like a thousand right. of those. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so that's really handy. And also, um, I was very well prepared when I went. I don't use the armor much. My brother constantly uses the armor. He never stops using the armor. He's always oh, the power armor. Yeah, he's always walking around in it. And I, yeah, I did that towards the end of the game, but sort of. For the first three quarters, I didn't really use it a lot. I used it for the glowing sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. It's so much easier, isn't it? Well, I never bother, even bothered doing it without it, but I, I, um, I went prepared to the glowing sea because my brother mentioned that there's a few death claws. So I was like, okay. yeah. Well, there's one just outside the place where you need to yeah, go. Yeah, there is. There's a legend. So I just, there, yeah. I just circled round him. I didn't go anywhere near him. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I I'll circle round him. Missile launcher and a minigun, and I had uh, a very, very cool weapon that you get from the pirate ship. I will just say that. Uh, I need to go and have a look in this pirate ship. I never went to it. Yeah. Huh. I have to go and have a look there. So, um, yeah, just a lot of fallout. So I think last time I spoke. I- I was about one. I was about thirty hours in, but now I'm about forty-eight. So, been playing a lot of that. Very good, very good. Um, well, as for me, I've only played two games this week because obviously with Christmas and such. Christmas, like. Christmas, yes. uh, and working. I have played and I have finally finished Tales from the Borderlands. Oh, yeah. So that is oh yeah. Done. I was I've been meaning to play another episode of that, and I just yeah. Do you know because it, it's I know it's a couple of hours, and I just think I could play I could spend a couple of hours on Fallout though. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, it just it's oh, yeah. just Fallout's just got me at the moment. Do you know the nice thing about Tales from the Borderlands or them sort those sorts of games, you know, Telltale games, and obviously Life is Strange and all that. You're always progressing forward. Yeah. Yeah, I you know always I mean? feel There's... like I'm progressing in Fallout, though. No, no, but what I mean is, like, as, as opposed to a normal story-driven game, there's no frustration or anything. There's nothing... You know what I mean? You're not getting killed over and over the certain section or something that's preventing... Or you can't figure out a puzzle or... You know I what I mean? And you want to play because they're not that stressful. That's what I mean. You don't have to think about they're them. That, they're just they're a nice... pretty relaxing, you Yeah, know? they are. Yeah, they are. They're just nice. It's just relaxed. You can, and like I say, you're always moving forward. So you know, it is going to take you two hours to get to the end of that episode. It's not going to take you three if you get stuck, or four if something happens. You know what I mean? It's always going to be two. You know, and that's good. Two. 
It's nice to know. It's nice to know. Um, yeah, so I finished it. I enjoyed it. I thought the ending was really, really good. Um, there's a character in it called Gortis. Uh, and I thought it was someone else, but it's not. I thought it was Melissa Hutchison doing the voice, because obviously she does a lot of Telltale games. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't. It was Ashley Johnson, uh. you know, who... Yeah, I was like, wow. I would I would have bet my life on it, and it was only... Please don't bet your life on who's... I would have done. I would have done. It was only at the end when the, the uh, you know, the, the credits came up that I realised it wasn't uh, Melissa. Because I would have, I would have, I was convinced it was. Yeah. Because uh, it sounded like her. It just sounded like her sort of voice acting as well. So, so who's Ashley convinced. Johnson? Uh, Ashley Johnson is who played the girl in The Last of Us. Oh, okay. So she, she played the young girl in The Last of Us. As far as I'm aware, uh, without checking. Uh, but she was good in it. I mean, all the voice acting in it is good. Yeah. You know, there, there aren't really. I mean, because if you think about it, even in sort of The Walking Dead. Even though it was great, there were a few of the voice actors weren't brilliant. You know, it didn't always sound totally natural. Right. But I think as as Telltale have got better at making the games, I think the voice acting itself has just improved no end. You know, in the dialogue, it just seems to have got better and better. Yeah. Um, and it's just a slick game. The whole game and presentation and story and the fact that they've actually built these really cool characters. So you wish they had an updated you know, engine, though? It feels updated. It felt way slicker. You know, there were no frame rate issues to speak yeah, but the of. The animation's you know, so jank, though. Yeah, but it's better. It's. I think it's better in this than previous games. I think it looks better in this than it has done. So I think they are. I mean, I just, they've they've got the little niche going on there. I guess this is this is a telltale niche. Um. So yeah, it's good. I can definitely recommend it if you've not played it already. I mean, it's on Steam cheap at the moment. It's been on, you know, most other platforms cheap at some point or another. That's uh, you def- recommending Tales from the Borderlands. It is definitely worth picking up. If you like the Borderlands and you like the Telltale format, then you can't really go wrong. Yeah. And it's funny. You know, some funny stuff goes down, you know, and there's some stuff that's a bit uh, a bit near to the knuckle. You know, there was a, there was a particular bit in the last episode that was akin to a part of the walking dead where you had to do something to yourself mm. um so there was a bit that i was a bit like that where i was like oh man that's ropey and it makes you do it i'm like oh that's horrible your penis off it was close to that it wasn't exactly your penis but something like that did happen oh something like that did happen um but it's good yeah definitely recommend it give it a whirl you won't go wrong uh and the only other thing i've been playing which was today and i played maybe another two or three hours of it was soma nice. um so I thought I'd get back. I want to get this finished. And you said that about three weeks ago. I know, I know. So I've I've started. I've made a start. I've I've actually um, had a look on a, a full playthrough on YouTube just to see how much further I've got to go to get to the end. And I'm about four and a half hours in, four to five hours in. And it's most playthroughs on YouTube are about seven and a half hours. So just explain Soma to the people that don't remember what it is. So. Soma is made by Frictional, who made Amnesia, okay? And it has some similarities to Amnesia, but it isn't really an out-and-out horror game as Amnesia was. It's kind of more action-y, really, and story-driven. It's a lot more dialogue and a lot more going on. a bit more ambitious than Amnesia. It's definitely more ambitious, but it is different as well. It's not... 
I'm finding it probably more frustrating than scary, if I'm being honest. Looks like I, I uh, Alien Isolation. together. It is a bit like Alien Isolation. What did you that, say, that's... Duke? You, we did hear you, but I talked over you. Oh, yeah. uh, I was just saying frustrating and scary. Those are two things that go great together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm t- like I say, the, the, some of the puzzles are very ambiguous, so you kind of find yourself trying you to figure you out... You know you love your ambiguous puzzles, oh, Duke. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, what the hell am I supposed to be doing at this point? Better. I know, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that so I found that a little bit frustrating as well. But then the the enemies, they're kind of like shuffling zombie things that look like a fungus. Ooh. They're they're properly weird looking things. Uh, they look like they've got barnacles and stuff growing on them. You know, you're under the sea and stuff, and they look they look under quite naughty, nautical. But what's weird is right when they don't see you, they kind of just shuffle about. So they just shuffle around the area where you are. But you've got kind of like a bit of an early warning system built in. Okay. Which is when one's sort of coming close, you start to get static on the screen and everything starts to glitch out a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit a little bit like that. So well, you, you know Hill, that, Hill, you Yeah, it is a little bit like that. So you know that one's nearby. Uh, but by God... When when one of those things spots you, it goes from this shuffling zombie to some super quick freaking murdering machine. You say bolt murdering machine? Yeah, and you, you can't outrun them. You can't once they've seen you. That's it. You're a goner. Um, now it is an insta death. It has an interesting mechanic. When you die, what happens is uh, it, they sort of it kind of just knocks you out. So everything kind of goes black, and then you come to in the same place where you were, but the the zombie thing's gone, so they, they reset it in well, another location. They're not killer level. zombie things, they just sort of knock you out a bit. The first time they do, if they then hit you again in that state, then you die for good. Uh, and then you have to start at, back at the last checkpoint. Damn it. Um, yeah, but what's also interesting is when they knock you out, when you come to, you're limping and you can't sprint. So they kind of make it more difficult for you the second time, because you're obviously oh. damaged as such um but the story is what's keeping me going because it is very intriguing what they're setting up sorry did you it's say you were ve- underground or in space no no you're under the sea under the sea yeah under, under the, the sea. sea under the sea uh, yeah you're at the bottom of the ocean in kind of like a, an underwater station well it looks like you're in a space station though if you know what I mean. it does but what it what it does incredibly well and you don't see it in a lot of the gameplay stuff you know especially the early stuff that they showed um you actually spend quite a lot of sections of the game actually in the ocean. Okay. So you, you're sort of walking around on the bottom of the ocean solving puzzles and stuff, and there's all these kind of underwater stations built all over the place. Uh, we've got a uh, pressure suit. Yeah, well, I can't really tell you. That would be a bit of a spoiler. So, yeah, you are. A a <laughs> can't tell you. I can't tell it's you. either you are or you aren't. I don't see how either of those is. Well, you're not. You're not. That's so what you're I not. Say. So the answer is no. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, James... I'm James like playing it now that I know that. Yeah, James the 13 says, is this the Game of the Year show? No, that's going to be next week. And we're not, we're not really going to do a Game of the Year. We're just going to talk about the year. In, yeah, we're just going to do like a year in review. So we'll just kind of chat about what we've played over the year and what we yeah, liked. Well, and what I suppose we we'll just talk about, yeah, our favorite games of the year. And yeah. Just stop pressuring what we made. Well, we maybe didn't like so because much. we it's impossible to play everything, isn't it? Like I haven't played it Metal is. Gear Solid, I haven't played yeah anything. Um, yeah, you have played. I played Fallout Four. I played Fallout Four. <laughs> uh, oh. So yeah, 
Uh, so yeah, Soma, I'm liking it, but like I say, in equal measures, I'm kind of frustrated with it because damn freaking zombie. And these, the, there is, it does feel quite scripted sometimes. Right. In so much as you'll flip a switch and that'll then activate the zombie in that area or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Up until doing that little thing, there isn't, there doesn't seem to be one around. And then as soon as you you flip a switch or do something. Then that kind of activates. Would you ever play this game with Oculus Rift? I would probably be all right with that. To be honest, it it is it does have its scary moments. Like there was one where I came around the corner and there was just one stood there, and and they make the most hideous noise. They like kind of almost like screechy animal. Yeah, like that kind. It's a horrible noise, Um, but it's not. It's not terrifying. And it, it is like it's a lot like I say about these all these sorts of games. The the first time you get killed by one or caught by one, it kind of diffuses all the tension. Well, that's that's always the case with these types of games, though. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Because then you're like, oh well, it's oh, no big deal. It's not, and, it's not that scary. Yeah. yeah, if I get caught by one, I get Remember, caught D- by Dead Space. Whatever. Dead Space was the same as as in like when you were actually in combat. It wasn't that scary, but it was the build up to the to the to the moment yeah. you know what I mean it was the build up that was really- I don't get me wrong I mean there's a lot of those staples uh, you'll something will happen and all the lights go out and you have to rely on your torch and stuff and then that that does get pretty creepy mm. you know and you, you, you're constantly hearing noise if it's not the you know the zombie thing that's hunting you down it's kind of just random noises around you so you're never quite sure <laughs> yeah if, if there's something there or not um, but it looks great. I mean, they did a great job of it. You know, it looks nice. It plays well, uh, and it's it's an interesting experience. And like I say, the story is is very interesting. What they what they're building up to, I think, is kind of cool. Uh, and it does ask a lot of ethical questions. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of ethical stuff going on, which is interesting. They've taken an interesting spin on sci-fi. I quite like it anyway. I'm kind of enjoying it. But like I say, it does it does have its frustrations along with that. So it's not perfect. It's not perfect, but it's not bad. It's not terrible. Okie dokie. Well, at that point, that's kind of it for me for this week. Uh, so we'll do a little bit of news. There isn't a hell of a lot, obviously, because of uh, Christmas week. There's not many people doing not anything. Much to talk about. There is not much sport. But I did put a post up on the Facebooks asking people what they played over Christmas, and we got a lot of responses, so we'll go ah, through those. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's have a quick look at the news then. Um, apparently, this is news. Uh, there is a Fallout 4 mod with Christmas. Uh, a Christmas special Fallout 4 mod. Ooh. There it is. So there is. Pretty if funky. you type in a Fallout 4 Christmas special, uh, you can watch this lovely mod that someone has made. Put a lot of time yeah, into. They have. I mean, they, they've even done uh, a Father Christmas, which is basically uh, a Brotherhood of Steel power armor with Ho 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 I see. written on the front. Yeah, in I red. Saw it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Father Chris and he has a jetpack so he can fly around and stuff. Well, yeah, but apparently there are jetpacks in the game though. Yeah, apparently the Brotherhood of Steel, the the Father Christmas man, uh, pops up at random and he will give you sweets and stuff. Nice. <laughs> so, so there you go. He'll give you stuff for, for, for Christmas. Uh, so yeah, that's that's about it for the news this week. That's all there is. <laughs> um, no, there is some news. Uh, Uncharted Four. That's pretty big news. Yeah, no, there is some news. Uh, Uncharted 4 has been delayed. I mean, I say pretty big news. That, that's that's pretty big for what we've got, to be fair. But yes, Uncharted 4 has been delayed until April. Um, 
Tile regions will receive it on the 27th of April, where North America will get to see it on the earliest of 26th. Uh, yeah. And it was originally coming out in March. Um, yeah. Polish, I think, isn't it? Is it just Polish? I get, um, that's what I'm Usually guessing. a month or two months is, is a Polish delay, isn't it? It's just like yeah. an extra bit of time. Polish. We need some Polish. Good stuff. So, yeah, you know, that's... I don't... I mean, I, there's not a lot else to say about that, is there? I mean, if, really. if it's to make the game better, then that's fine. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think anybody's in a rush to, to, to play it. And to be honest, um, Tomb Raider is, is coming out on PC in January, I believe, is, yeah. the, is the rumour. Uh, so I'll have that to play first anyway, so that'll keep me busy for a while, I'm guessing. Also, the um, remember that, that Fable Legends was meant to come out for the Xbox? Like, their, their big... Yeah. Their big sort of... Remember that, that that promo thing where it was like, all your favourite legends come... All, you know, and that oh, yeah. big yeah, advert yeah. and stuff. And Fable Legends was part of that campaign, and they was all meant to come, come this fall, and they sort of very, very, very quietly said that, that it's coming... It's having a, a beta in... Early next year, but isn't going to be released till. Like, yeah, well, they, they came out didn't they last week and sort of said why they they, they basically did a bit of a Peter Molyneux and and kind of said it's the most impressive, amazing yeah. thing we've ever made, and it was more ambitious than we thought it was gonna be, and that's why it's taking us so long because it's gonna be amazing. Well, I suppose the only I'm good not... thing about it is that game will be free, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not convinced. No, I'm not really <laughs> convinced. But it's going to be free, so I might as well try it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, why not? Why not? I was going to try it. It's free. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, we got some uh, Vive news. Uh, oh yes, we got Vive. Vive delay. Another delay. What's uh, Vive? Vive. The HTC, HTC Vive or Vive? Yeah, or Steam VR. Uh, um. Yeah. I'll call it the Vive. Right, the HTC Vive delayed due to technolo- technological breakthrough. Uh, what does that mean? What does it mean? I don't know. I think they installed Windows on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would certainly break it. Ow! Um, HTC CEO says new feature will be revealed at next month's Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, even... With launch windows looming, it appears hardware pairing the new wave of virtual reality headset is still very much in flux, as reported by Engadget HTC CEO Cher Wang. Let's all just take a moment to find that name hilarious. Uh, spoke <laughs> at the Vive Underground Forum in Beijing on Friday, telling developers that the recently announced delay in the VR headset's launch was due to a very, 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 very big technological breakthrough. Very. You see, it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder, because obviously one of the things they've said, it was it was worth abandoning the Vive's original launch window to keep from fragmenting the user base. Um we shouldn't be making our users swap out their systems later just so we could meet the December shipping date. That's right. So it makes me wonder whether they've figured out a way of running it on lesser systems. Maybe. Maybe. You know, it doesn't it doesn't need... that would be worth delaying. Yeah, because that. obviously you can get it get it to more consumers, yeah. you know, that's what you want to be doing. Let the idiots buy it and realise that, you know, it's gonna last. Yeah, because the way they're saying it, it makes it sound like, you know, Stop people upgrading the systems ready for it or whatever. 
I don't know. Don't know. So amazing. Wonder whether they figured out a way. Although I don't know what. Have you heard this? By the way, did you hear about the uh, Sony Sony VR? No, Sony VR. Oh yeah. Uh, Apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently it comes with a box as big as a Wii. Oh really? Yeah. So there's a separate box to make Uh... it work. So although it's relying on the obviously PS4 for some of the stuff. It also has its own standalone box that mm. it plugs into, and then that plugs into your PS4. So that would maybe help with the maybe. You know, the power that needs to run, you know, or the you know the graphics and all that sort of jive. Maybe that's what that's for. But it would also explain the pricing where they're saying it's going to be like a console on its own because it's obviously got its own little, little thing. unit thing. thing. It's got a thing that goes with it. Indeed, you do. So there you go. So that's uh, kind of more news now. Um, game shares plummet in light of sales slump. Uh, retailer shares down 39% after disappointing holiday forecast. Uh, quote, unexpectedly steep decline in PS3 and Xbox 360 revenues blamed. <laughs> really. Uh, there's little... Why would, it, why would they forecast big PS3 and 360 sales at this oh, point? Because you think... Oh. You know, it's two years now after the the sort of next generation consoles launch. People are are going to be buying less and less, aren't they, on the three? And, and I think as well, the amount of newer consoles that have sold, you know, people I think are abandoning their old ones. Yeah, a bit I think quicker we're at the point now where it's it's either you've got a PC or you're looking to get a new console, isn't it? Really? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Where yeah. We're at. So um, even little Jimmy, you know, my nephew Jimmy, um, yeah. he's thinking about getting an Xbox One because he wants to play. Games that are a little bit more powerful, like he wants to play Battlefront, yeah, like, like Minecraft. No, like, like Battlefront. <laughs> so he wants to play Battlefront really badly. Well, no, he's yeah, yeah, young yeah. for that, and I don't, I don't think any one person should have all that. No one man should have all that power. Um, but anyway, there's a little holiday cheer at Game Today as the UK specialist retailer warned investors that the pre-Christmas sales season hasn't been all that it was hoping for. For tw- for the 21-week period ending December 19th. Total revenues for the company were down 6.7% year over year to £466.8 million or $694 million. As a result, as a result shares in the company are traded down 39% uh, today to 125.5 pence. It's hard to fill mm. sympathy when you see 694 million dollars in a sentence in revenue yeah but that i mean that, that, that's of the times that, man it is but that's the thing with companies it's not about how much profit they make it's how much profit they make against the budget they've set yeah but so yeah, it's not it's not they made from last year is yeah and compared year on year but quarter, quarter really yeah, ultimately, somebody in the accounting department, at, you know, high up, should have been forecasting that, you know, the drop off in sales of PS3 and 360 stuff. You know, so they should have already forecasted that that was going to happen. You know, if someone knows what they're doing, but obviously they they over forecasted on on the sales of those particular platforms and therefore didn't make the money they were expecting. So there you go. There you go. go. But that's that's going to happen. That's how these things work. Although I don't think they're in the position they were when they had to, you know, go into liquidation like they did last time. So they're still going. I don't think it will matter in that respect. So this is probably the biggest news over the holiday period. Uh, Steam security error leaves personal information exposed. 
Um, yeah, Steam Store is back online after a Christmas Day error exposed countless users' personal details. A statement from Valve has brushed <laughs> off the issue. No, I can't believe that. I know, right? I would have thought they took a total responsibility. I know. Which well, we know what's in the, in the stuff. It probably there's probably a clause in the you know user terms and conditions that said it's fine for them to do that. Uh, yeah. A statement from Valve has brushed off the issue, which left users able to view but not edit personal details in other people's accounts. Steam users need not do anything in response to the error. Valve has reassured. Despite usernames, PayPal, email, and home addresses registered to credit cards being visible, full credit card details and passwords were not shown. Uh, this is uh, a Steam forum post. Uh, and it says Steam is back up and running without any known issues. As a result of a configuration change earlier today, a caching issue allowed some users to randomly see pages generated for other users for a period of less than an hour. This issue has since been resolved. We believe no unauthor- unauthorized actions were allowed on account beyond the viewing of cached page information. Uh, and no additional action is required by users so do we think this is uh them trying to dust it under the carpet or was it not a big deal in the end i think it's both actually i think that you know it was two hours and i I don't i've not heard anybody talk about actually losing anything you know i mean on the steam subreddit they were like monitor your purchases you know look at your credit cards and see if anything's coming through nobody said that anything was um but Steam ought to take responsibility for. They ought to give us something. They ought to. I mean, this mess. This is messed up. You know. I think the other interesting thing is that you know they've done all these statements, but at no point to go. Oh, we're actually sorry that this happened, or we apologize for this happening. But who? Does you know, there's no. They're not sorry. There's no apology or anything. Is it? It's just like, oh well, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's been resolved. Forget it. Right. I mean, to be fair. I don't think any company ever says we're sorry. I think they say this is an unfortunate thing. It's been repaired. There's no need to worry. We will compensate people, whatever, whatever. I don't think any businesses ever apologize. Well, this one certainly doesn't, does it? <laughs> well, no, exactly. And I don't think they take responsibility for, you know, what they do wrong. So, no, it's almost like, well, it's happened now. You know, it's fine. Nothing happened. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Move on. Nothing to see here. <laughs> I don't know. Steam, Valve. Yeah. yeah. They seem to get away with murder, man. I tell you. Yeah, but have you seen their Steam sales, though? Yeah, the crap now. What's up with you? I uh, I, uh, bought Train Simulator. Have you done it? It's funny because there's so many negative reviews, but then I saw something on some Steam thing that was uh, Reddit that said, if you like Euro Truck Simulator, you'll probably like Train Simulator. So I was like, so is this, can I just check, is this the latest version or is this an older one? This is 2016. You can't buy the earlier ones. Wow. So it's the very latest one. Impressive. So I'll look forward to next week, man. I'm going to be real busy this week, so I won't have a review next week, but maybe the week. Uh, I thought it was going to, it might feature in your game of the year. I know. (laughs) It's my favorite game. I can't believe I've not played it until now. Forget about. Why the hell did I keep buying all those copy ones? Forget about game of the year. What about YouTube video of the year and the animations that we have on our YouTube channel? Is that on now? Is it up? That is officially public now. Whoa! Yeah. So yeah, don't put the link in. People will just disappear from the chat to go listen tonight. I've already done it. Um, Have you done it? Oh, it's amazing. 
So this is a, a little animation um, yeah. of uh, of a rant that Duke did about heavy rain. Yes. This animation yep. has ever been made because it stars me. It does star you. It's, it's, it's almost this beautifully done. It's it almost is. six years ago now. It is. It sums us up though, doesn't it? This is like if you had to capture a moment that represented the veteran gamers, this would kind of be it. Oh yeah, yeah. So, do you know what I mean? This, it is. This this rant was in, I think, episode nine of the Veteran Gamers show in 2010, oh, and um, yeah, almost six years ago. Sorry, I'm and, posting uh, my face right now. Yeah, and my friend Jamie, who you've met, Stu, I have, uh, I have, uh, wanted another project. He just finished a sort of personal project, and he wanted a uh, another project to do. About six months ago, this was. And um, I said, why don't you animate the uh, heavy rain thing that Duke did many years ago? So I sent him the clip and he found it very funny. And uh, he says, I'm going to do I'm going to do this. And I think he's um, I think he was going to do a bit more than what he did. But it turned out, I mean, it took him ages just to do that because, you know, yeah, he's working for- stuff. Animation takes a long, long time. It's so well done. Like, there's so many different, like, you know, he's animating the part where I'm throwing up about heavy rain, and it's, you know, it, facial expressions, and I, yeah. I just love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah. And yeah. it looks it looks like me. It's very weird seeing yeah. yourself I, I animate. Had to, I had to post pictures of everyone so, to make sure that everybody looked <laughs> really? like everybody. Um, and there's a lot of little jokes in there as well. And exactly. if you pause it at the right time, you can see a lot of little jokes. And Stu's wearing... And Kay went... Yeah, why why are you wearing a monocle? Yeah, I, you wearing no a monocle. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know why. Jamie has so a very bizarre. <laughs> Jamie has a very bizarre personality. He has a very weird sense of humor. So here's a question, though, Tini. Here's a question. I've got a question for you. Yeah. How how old is Jamie? Jamie's twenty seven. Twenty-seven. Can you do me a favour, right? Because obviously we had this bit of a debate about you know young people being good artists. Can you ask Jamie how good he was at drawing when he was about eighteen, seventeen? Hey, well, I don't think he was that great, to be fair. Well, uh, well, ask him. Just ask him. I'll ask Just him. Ask him. We'll get something. Right. Okay. But uh, yeah, so if you want to check that video out, type in "Heavy Rain is the worst game ever" on YouTube, yep. uh, and it will come <laughs> is that up. What it is. Uh, oh, that's funny. And uh, and I'm sure, yeah, it'll probably be one of the top things. Yeah, Heavy Rain is the worst thing ever. And uh, if you want to be sure, just type in Veteran Gamers after that, and it will come up. Stu's reading a book called Storytime. Yeah. I know, I saw that. I saw that. It it's clear good. that he's heavily influenced by the um, the Ricky Gervais show, but that's fine. Like, that's a good show to imitate if you're an animator, yeah. you know? Well done, yeah. Jamie Cartwright. So, Jamie, it's very, it's very thank cool. you very much for that. Yeah, you rock. That was that was his Christmas present to me. On uh, uh, he so sent good. me that on Christmas Eve, and it was a Christmas present to me too. Like I feel so lucky to. So you're be... you're in it most of it. Oh yeah, exactly. You are. You are. I'm in it very little, sort of laughing. <laughs> he needs to do one that stars Chinny and one that stars Stu now. Oh, I don't know what he could do for me. Probably me just going or whatever the hell that noise was. I mate. Yeah, that one. So there you go. Um, that's it for news, I'm guessing. That's, that's kind it. of about it, really, isn't it? That's, that's about it. it. So I did allude. I will, I will I did put the, um, I'll put the animation on the Twitch stream now. I have put it, a link in there. So Yeah, yeah. But I'll put it on, but you've got to put listen it. to it, it to appreciate it, really. Oh, yeah. 
But you so can really, admire Jamie's art while we uh, yeah. while we're chatting. So basically, I did. I put a very small post on the Facebooks on Boxing Day, uh, saying basically this. So, what games have people played over Christmas? Now, I was expecting a bit of a response. I wasn't expecting what I got though, because it's it's reached seven hundred and fifty people. Um, yeah, which is a lot of people, and we've had I think it's twenty one comments. Uh, so we've had a lot. So we'll we'll go through these fan what people have actually been playing. So here we go. We'll do it from the top. Here we go. Uh, John Williams was first, and he said uh, Fallout 4 mostly. Um, PS4, big veteran gamers fan. Keep up the good work. PS4, add Drakmeister at hotmail.com. Happy Xmas, whatever that means. Ah, so there you go. Uh, so he's putting his uh, email address on there for some weird reason. Uh, we've got uh, Paul Hurt. He says, uh, some of the most fun ever playing Battlefront with my daughter. There you go. So a bit of father-daughter time playing Battlefront. Well, I think the cool thing about Battlefront is it is a first-person shooter that kind of younger kids can play. Yeah. That's you know the what I mean? About it, yeah. it is. There's no real blood and gore and or anything like that. It, a lot of people said that, you know, oh, I've, I've, I'm over it, I've fallen off it. But a lot of people are still playing it. It's holding yeah. its own. Yeah, because uh, Feng Chui's son, Tommy, I think he wants to play it, so he'll be playing that. So yeah, it's, it's a good it's a good shooter for kids, if that makes any kind of sense. It is. It's a good shooter for kids. Uh, so yes, that's what he said. Uh, Richard Primrose, school Duggar, uh, 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 who has incidentally been in the chat, uh, says Fallout 4, Battlefront, FIFA, FIFA, and about to fire up Titanfall because that was on offer, wasn't it, on the uh, Xbox One sales. Ah. Uh, they had a little bit of a, a, a flash sales thing going on, and there was quite a lot of cheap games to be had. Um, okay. Uh, Antonio Phillips, friend of the show, did the Life is Strange spoiler cast with me, has been playing uh, Persona 4 Dancing All Night uh, and a great game called Sleep. Yeah. Now, I think I, I enjoy that one. Sleeping. Just I really enjoy that game. I nearly did for one split second go and look on Steam to see what it was. Yeah. Now, no, I think he just means he's sleeping. Uh, yeah, Paul Goodrum said, how many pigs in blankets can I fit in my mouth in one sitting? And that's what he's been playing. Uh, that's a good game. Nice. It's good. I, I had some pigs in blanket. Um, well, you can't have Christmas without pigs in blankets. I had can posh you? pigs in blanket, though. Well, what was posh about them? I think they had cranberry on them. Oh, I see. So they weren't in, like, honey or something? I think cranberry, I think there was honey as well, and then... And it, it was like bacon bits. It wasn't like bacon. It was just like bacon bits. Bacon bits. Mm. Uh, ben Gray, he says nothing. Nothing. Oh, no. Uh, ben, sort it out, Ben. I know. Uh, being stuck at work and at my mum's house in between, uh, tonight I will be reunited with my Xbox and finally leave Sanctuary on Fallout. You've got a long fall. way to go, Mr. Gray. Mm. You've got a long way to go. But that's okay. Uh, that's a good thing, man. That's like, I envy you. You have so much of the game to look forward to. I envy people that haven't played Red Dead or Portal 2. I know, I always do that. I always do that. Oh, such great Fist, games. Eco, if you're hearing these game titles and you're like, I've never played that, you're awesome. You, you, you're you in a perfect spot, people. Write these names down. Mist, Eco, uh, Eco. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, Portal 2. Play them. That's em. it. Get them played. Play them, people. Play them. Play those games. Have- Do you know, actually, I did nearly... There was a game on Steam that's been in the Steam sales that's meant to be like Eco. Oh, yeah? Uh, and I nearly did buy this, but then I didn't. What's it called? So, you know, I'm trying to look now because it's on my wish list. Uh-huh. I'm trying to... Uh, how do you find your wish list? I'm playing with my emotions like that. I don't know. I can't find my wish list now. 
Where's my wish list? I don't know. How do you find your wish list on Steam? I'm just rubbish. <laughs> Go on. It's on your, your profile. It's on, your pro- it's on your profile somewhere, isn't it? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go under your name. And, oh, wait. Under- I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got Go it. Go under your name. It's called uh, Toren or Touron or Touren. Uh, T-O-R-E. It's only £2.79. So I must admit, I was sending T-O-R-E-N. T-O-R-E-N. E-N. But a lot of people have... It's a Brazilian developer, and a lot of people have compared it to Eco. That's a girl. Uh, it is a girl, but no, but apparently the gameplay... Yeah, no the game story. with a girl as the main character? <laughs> Ew, girls is, are icky. That's funny, dude. Uh, but it looks nice. It does look pretty cool. In fact, I'm going to buy it now. Do you know what? I'm going to do it, because it's only £2.79. That's pretty cheap. You know, it's pretty cheap. It's a cheap. It's, it's been, you know, it's had, it's had a lot of awards and stuff. So... You know what? I'll go, let's just buy it. Let's just do it. Are you going to do it, Duke, with me? Let's just do this. Mm, no, I got too many games already. <laughs> Come on, man. I'll put it on my you can, list, though. You can then, you know, complain how it isn't anything like... <laughs> well, that's Eco. the thing. If I go in this thinking, this is going to be like Eco, I'm going to have a bad time. Because nothing yeah, yeah. compares. Nothing compares. Nothing compares. Nothing compares to you. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. To you, hey, there was a big actually just completely going off track. Um, but there was a <laughs> not big like week. what we were just doing. I know, I don't ever do that. It was a big week this week on streaming music services, wasn't it? I don't Why? know. Uh, because ah, Man, I got this water bill. I know, yeah, uh, yeah. There was a bit. It was a big week because the Beatles have finally been put on streaming services. Oh my god. <laughs> I guess people do care. I was going to play like anybody gives up, but I shouldn't because some people do care. Yes, they do. Mm, not me, though. Yes. Sorry, I've never been a Beatles fan. I recognize how important yeah. they are to the history of music, but their music just doesn't do it for me personally. Nah, does it not do it for you, mate? Oh. No. Uh, well, I've bought it anyway. I've just done it. So it's, okay. it's now in my account. Uh, yeah, so we listen. Do you know it's weird actually? Because I listened to the White Album for the first time ever. That's right. Really? Um, can we can we um, finish we reading these things? What are you doing? I know. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> oh. uh, anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Where was I? Oh, yes. That's where I was up to. Um, let me have a look. Yeah. Uh, here we go. So the next one. Yeah, it was Stuart Knight, and he's been playing uh, Fallout Four. What's uh, Three. I don't know. That's why I missed that one. I don't know what that is. B- BO3? Black Ops 3. Hello? Oh, Ops, of course. I if you just put had like an older problem. BO3. Uh, he's, been, he's been playing loads of stuff. He's been playing Black Ops 3, Fallout 4, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, yeah. uh, Just Cause 3, Rainbow Six Siege, and a few others, including Mario Kart 8 and Splatoon. That's pretty good. Sash, he's had that. That's a healthy amount of games. Uh, by the way, I nearly picked up Assassin's Creed Syndicate because you can get it for 25 quid on Amazon at the moment. This isn't the, what, what you nearly bought a I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Actually, it kind of is. Cause kind of is. Uh, Paul Goodrum, he's played... Uh, oh, no, he's come back and said, oh, I'm Battle from Black Ops 3, I'm Football Manager. He's the person who was eating pigs in blankets. But he's, uh, he has actually played some video games as well. Um Nicholas Charles Abbott has played Fallout 4 nearly up to a 100-hour mark. Uh, and WWE 2K16 is what he's been up to. Dude. 
So there you go. There you go. Uh, Chris, Chris Williams uh, has been playing Transformers and Trine 3, and both are excellent. Which Transformers? There's a new one by, um, by oh. Platinum Games. Really? Interesting. Yeah. You know what Chris MJW is like? He plays all sorts of stuff, doesn't he? You know, Transformers you know like? Devastation, I think it is. He like. you know like. plays lots of stuff. He you plays know like. Um, yeah, so he... <laughs> yeah, sorry. Calm down. Uh, I know, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, so he's been playing a lot. Um, this minute I've got lost now because I've clicked on his link and now I'm lost. Where are The we? next one is oh, the, the guy that animated our thing. Yeah, Jamie Cartwright... Uh, he's been playing Xenoblade Chronicles 10 on the Wii U and he's being a love-hate relationship right now, so he's liking it and yeah, hating he it. Yeah, he's saying that he likes the art, but he hates the uh, um, thing. <laughs> so, I've just seen the one that's at the top. That's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I've just been distracted. Anyway, Carl Adams, he's been playing... Uh, Gems of War. Gems of War? I don't know what, what that is. That? Don't know what that is. Gems of War. Maybe that's just a typo. Uh, Gems of War, Mad Max, and Minecraft Story Mode. Oh. He's the only person I know who's playing that Minecraft Story Mode. Yeah, but most of the people I know who are playing that are kids. So I know a few people who play it. Kyle's just a big kid, isn't it's, he? It's just a kid. It's just a big kid. Uh, Dan Tilson's played uh, Rainbow Six Siege for the most part. That's what he's done. Uh, Mark Wright's playing Fallout 4 and Just Cause 3. Damn straight. Damn straight. Uh, Mike Higgins is Fallout 4 and Lego Dimensions. Ah. Ah. Kevin Furweather, Rainbow Six Siege, hashtag addicted. Oh, he's got to be addicted if he's put a hashtag there. Hashtag. Uh, Andy Wybrew, uh, Horizon 2 and GTA 5. Old school stuff. Old school, man. Old school. Uh, Colin Smith is uh, Destiny. Oh, Colin. Destiny. Why, Colin? Why? Uh, Stu Leckie uh, is GT6 and lots and lots of GT6. Wow. So there you go, Gran Turismo. Is that Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo 6? Turismo, I'm guessing? Yeah. Somebody's got to play it. Gran Turismo. Someone's got to play that. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Matthew Walters has been playing Fallout 4. Four. So lots of Fallout 4 going on. <laughs> uh, but there is, there is one more. Which has been promoted to the top at some, for some reason. And I think it's because it's got the most likes. Uh, which is Carl Lettman. Uh, uh, this, he says, I got 25. And he's, he's linked to a uh, sport newspaper, The Sport, which is a quality newspaper in the UK. Uh, and the headline is, I shoved 23 quality streets up my bum. What? Uh, and then there's an X-ray image of his... Uh, inside of his body with all the quality streets rammed up his anus. Okay, uh, well, moving along. Carl Lettman says he did 25, so there you go. He's, he's bettered yeah. the 23 in the news story. Right. So there you go. There you go. Uh, I, I think we got maybe a couple. I think we've maybe got a couple uh, on the, the tweets. Uh, let me have a look. Saw a pretty girl just the other day She winked and she smiled, walked across my way I couldn't figure out just what to say So I twittered it, twit twit twittered it, twittered it And I didn't play this jingle when we were talking about what was on Facebook <laughs> Beat that, you Facebook comment junkies uh, By the way, what what do you call an Italian with a rubber toe? Roberto Roberto, which brings me nicely 
on to the first uh, Twitter vote, which is Roberto, would you believe? Ah. Uh, <laughs> and he's been playing uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 and Skyrim. Ooh, Skyrim. Yeah. Bit of Skyrim. Oh. Uh, SLH, SLH, uh, she says she's been too... too busy uh, scoffing and quaffing with friends and family to play anything. You're never too busy. Make time, damn it. Never too busy. Hoping to get some done next week, though, so she's, you know... Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go, there you go. And uh, who else have we got? Uh, Johnny Farpants, he's been playing uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate uh, Fallout 4 with his new Elite controller on Xbox One. It's a beauty, he says, great piece oh, no. of Did you manage to get it. your hands on one on, on EGX? No, I didn't, no, I never tried one, I never tried one. No, they're, no, they're really know. nice. I they're they're all really nice. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you call a man with no knees, by the way? Um, hold on. What do you say? What do you call a man with no knees? Fred? Nope. What do you call a man with no knees? Tony! Tony! You see? You see? Tony? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. But if he's if he's got no knees, you wouldn't be Tony, would he? No, I don't know. Millie told me the joke. I didn't say it was funny. Well, you go to Millie and say, Millie, no, that's not good enough. Joke. That implies that you think it has some value to the world. It's, I don't know. I just leave it alone. Same. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, well, that's it. That's oh, everybody on the Facebook this, show. Duh. Duh. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> so thank you to everybody who contributed. It was cool to get so many responses. I've got to say. T H A N K Y O U. Thank you. Thank you. Are we on to emails now? Uh, we haven't got any. No oh, emails. Geez. I know. I know. Everyone's too too busy with Christmas. It's time too for shout out. Hey. Shout out! So yeah, so yeah, that's kind of it. So shout out. So we'll come to you first, Duke. Yeah, I'd like to shout out everybody who's listening in the whole wide world. And oh. if there's any Martians listening, hello Martians. That's thank you for listening in Martian. I bet you didn't know I speak Martian, but I do. Ah, no, yes. I would like to thank uh, what's the guy's name? Jamie Cartwright for making that awesome animation. You rock. Jamie, you are my hero. I love you. You're my best friend ever. Uh, you're my father. I'd like to thank Stu and Chinny for being awesome and doing this every week. And I'd like to thank Rich, Big Bad Daddy, because when I got my new solid-state hard drive, I expected to plug it in, and it suddenly works instantly because um, that's what happens on the Mac when you get a new drive. But you got to set up a volume on the PC. You do. Yeah, you've got to go into your settings and actually like, assign it. It's long. It was like seconds mm, of my life it took, took ages it was, <laughs> it's okay once you know how to do it but it is a bit daunting if you don't exactly well i was just like what do i do and he's like yeah do this and do this so thank you rich and i would like to thank defoe for setting up that st- uh, rust reunion even though it didn't actually happen whatever it'll happen someday dude it's not important when it's important is why i don't know what that means but anyway also how and i'd like to thank mary kate and ashley because they made this awesome song about pizza <laughs> P-I-C-C-A. That's it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yep. yep. 
Uh, uh, Ginny, even over to you. Uh, I would also like to thank Jamie Cartwright for the awesome animation, and it was also his birthday yesterday. So happy birthday to oh, him! Yeah. His birthday falls on the uh, on the week where no one cares about birthdays, but it's one of those things. Ah! Uh, I'd also like to um, say uh, a shout out to the people that's in the Twitch chat, especially Wolver Dean, who it's the first time he's listened live. So give him an extra bit of cred. Um, so thank you, Wolverdine, and everybody else, the Gangsman, uh, Amaryllis, uh, James Sar 13 uh, Step J's been in here, Kyle's been in here, uh, people have been coming in and out and all that sort of stuff, so that's a very great, good thing for them to keep doing, and we stream the show live Sunday, 9pm, every week, and the next time you will hear us it will be in the new year, so I wish everybody a very happy new year. I hope uh, uh, you, you get the last bit of chance to relax and chill out before everybody goes back to normal. Um, and I hope that uh, yeah, see, it's funny because it didn't work like that same. for me. When I go back to school, I have two more weeks of the semester, and then there's a week of finals. And finals week is actually pretty nice because the students come in and they take a test for 90 minutes, and I don't really have to do anything. Well, you, you that, that's, I sit and grade papers. You're a freak because that's that. Everybody else is like, oh god, I have to go back to work. Yeah, exactly. Ha ha! In your face. School Dugger, I mentioned you, you School Dugger. <laughs> said I blanked him, but I didn't blank him. I'm sure I mentioned yeah. him. When did you mention him? I don't know, we also mentioned him when he came into the room. Yeah. We did. Actually, and we, we talked did. about how he got Titanfall and stuff. He he's nah. trying to hog. He's trying to hog the show. He's a hogger. <laughs> yeah, really. Share the stage with other people, dude. And also, when's when he's gonna when's school coming back to EGX? Because he used to come, but now he stopped. I know, yeah, he's not been, has he? Yeah, really. He's not, but he's he's too busy spinning the wheels of steel, though. That's a <laughs> trouble. I'd also like to give a shout out to my wife. My wife, because she's putting up the insulation on the windows. She rocks. An installation? What, like modern art? No, insulation. Hello. Insulation. Oh, I thought he said an installation. I was like, wow, that's Why? cool. Plastic. School director said that he fell asleep, so that's why he didn't hear us talking about him. Well, there's nothing new there. He's always bloody fat. That's all he used to do, wasn't he, on the overseas connection? Oh, School Dugger is falling asleep. School Dugger used to get, like, 40 winks during a podcast. Dude, I'll be giving me gifts just because you want me to give you a shout-out. Stu just gifted me Torin. Now I have to play it. There's something weird going on, though. Ugh. What? Because he said that I hadn't, it hadn't completed the purchase. On it, it was a bit weird. I just bought it for myself, and he said it's not completed the purchase, right? So I did it again, and then it did. Oh. And then when I just did it, then he said it's not completed the purchase. So he's gifted it you anyway, has he? Yes, I have. Uh, so I may not have paid for that one. Maybe maybe somebody's got all your credit card details now. Don't think. Well, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a look on my PayPal account in a minute. Don't think. Uh, I'll get their money. So I've get. I'm gifting you. I thought it was on your wish list, mate. So I thought, uh, you know what? I'll get him <laughs> on my wish list. <laughs> I'll get him that Stop game. Stop buying him stuff, Stu. I know, I know. It was only two quid. I can I can afford two pounds. Oh, um, yeah, two. Mr. Fancy Pants. I can afford, yeah. afford two pounds. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to School Duguru uh, and somebody who sent me a friend request on the PS4. PS4. Oh, wow. uh, 
Now he was called. I'm, I'm trying to remember his game attack now. I should have checked before I came on, but it is. It was something like either Stu Rocks or Stu. It was Stu something anyway. S T E W. Uh, and he said he was a long-time listener of the show. But the trouble is, when you when people send a message on the Sony platform uh, attached to a friend request, once you've accepted a friend request, it deletes the message. It does. It deletes it. So you can't separately, people. Yeah, it can't see it anymore. Uh, but he said it was do five messages because then you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, he said he enjoyed the show, so thanks ever so much and all that kind of jab. So I said thank you for the very kind words. Uh, and also, we when we went to watch Star Wars, uh, we also went with another guy called Nick, and he was a lovely bloke, and you know he's very friendly. Never met him before. He drove, which was cool. So he drove to the Trafford Centre. Yeah. So that was very nice of him. Man ass, man ass. Uh, and I said, he, he he's into gaming and stuff. And he said, well, you know, what's your podcast called? So I told him, I said, but, you know, you don't have to subject yourself to that kind of torture if you don't want to. You know, don't oh, feel obliged. That's bell toll for. Exactly. But I did say I'd give him a shout out. So there you go. Shout out to Nick. So there you go. Shout out to you, Mike. Oops, I pressed the wrong button. So there you go. And I do believe I missed a shout-out, so I'm going to do it now. Do it now. Uh, which was on the Facebooks. So there was a guy called uh, Jack Trafford who actually messaged us on the 25th of November, so it was quite a long time ago now. And he sent his message. He said, uh, love the fact you spoke and played Lady Leisure. Uh, been following her for nearly 10 years. She is brilliant. Uh, good show, as always, guys. A Tinny tin. A cheeky shout-out would be nice, though. There you go. I said, I'm sure that can be arranged. Well, it has been. Oh, yeah. Um, Better late than never. So, Tinny Tin, shout-out to you, otherwise known as Jack Trafford. I hope you had a great Christmas and all that stuff, and have a great New Year. Um, We don't need to apologize for not giving the shout-out earlier. We should just create the mystique that we have so many things coming into us all the time. I know. It is like that. It is like that. That's for real. You'd be lucky we mentioned your name at all, Tinny Tin. For reals. Um, so all that being said, uh, don't forget next week we'll be doing a new year in review. So we're talking about all the shit we played all year. Uh, what we like, what we maybe didn't like so much, and what could have been better. I like Fallout. Uh, we know you like Fallout. <laughs> um, There's no so that's to next year. Yeah, so all I'll do is edit that little bit of the show out and put that in next week. And that's, that's Duke it. done. That's right. Duke done. <laughs> I like Fallout. Um, so, the, so all there's left to say is thanks ever so much for everyone who's been listening over the past year of 2015. Thanks, and buddy. we'll be, yeah, and the next time you hear us, it'll be 2016. So, uh, yeah. see you next year, Have a good I guess. Year, everybody. There you go. That's it. No, I've I've just checked. I've only been charged twice uh, by oh, Steam. Goodness. So, so it's fine. All's good. Yeah. I haven't been charged for anything that I haven't purchased. Mm. Yeah. Trying to think what I bought yesterday for four ninety four. Was that? I think that must have been the. Uh, huh. That must have been thingy. That must have been. Um, 
the evil within Island Pack Five. Welcome to Stu goes through his Steam. I know, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Stu goes through. Has not bought. Yeah, goes through his PayPal account. Would you listen to this, Duchess? No. Of course you would. Of course you would. She just said no. I know. How rude. Tell her she's rude. Fuck your Yankee blue jeans. <laughs> I definitely didn't say that, but that is funny. Yeah, that is funny. Um, so get the yeah, so that's that's kind of it, really. That's really it. That's the end of the show. Last time that we speak in 2015. I know. Here we go. In 2015. This is the clerks. I'll catch my cousin now. I'm gonna knock those boots again tonight. Oh, look who it is, the fucking human vacuum. Scumbag, what are you doing? Not to say I saw Bob and his cousin. He's your cousin? Yeah, and he's from Russia, too. No way. What part of Russia? I don't fucking know. Do I look like his fucking biographer? Oh, <laughs> what part of Russia are you from? <laughs> Moscow. He only speaks Russian? Nah, he speaks some English, but he cannot speak good like we do. Is he staying here? Nah, he's moving to the big city this week. He wants to be a metal singer. No way. I swear, Olaf, metal. That's his fucking metal face. Olaf, girl, nice. Skrullnik. That's fucked up, man. What did he say? I don't know, man, but this guy's a character. He really wants to play metal? Yeah, he's got his own band in Moscow. It's called Fuck You Yankee Blue Jeans or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jay is the best character ever. I was Jay for Halloween one year. And how does that look, then? Um, I had a ponytail and a windbreaker, and that was it. Uh, so you could have been John Travolta out of Pulp Fiction, then. He didn't have a windbreaker on. No, but he had a ponytail. He had a suit. And a ponytail. Yes. And a ponytail. <laughs> he had a ponytail. He folded over his arm. You only had to change what you were wearing. You could have been either character. Right. See? Multiple. Yes. You could have been. You could have done half the night as that and half the night as John Travolta. No. <laughs> or, or... Stop. You could have had one of those uh, half and half suits. You could have had like half a windbreaker on one side of you, and then when you turned around the other way, you had like half a sharp suit. That would have been cool. Keep playing clips until you stop. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right. Right. There you go. All right, guys. There you go. I think Thank it's you time to go. Awesome 2015. Yep. It is. And have a good 2016, everybody. We will. So is it this Sunday, is it? It is. Okay. Okay. Good night. Right. Brilliant. Do go. Everybody out. Bye. Bye. Bye.